my audio was off. <laughs> the audio was off. <laughs> my bad. Okay, we're live. We're live. Hope you guys have your big girl panties on. This is episode 268 of the Who Move My Freedom podcast. Man, this is like, this is, uh, <laughs> you know, this is totally out of control today. <laughs> Our guest is supposed to be Trey from Aries Firearms Range and Joe from 13C Gun Reviews. We'll have him on here in a few minutes. I figured I'd come on, start talking to the people, do the roll call, do some shout outs and all that kind of stuff. Uh, thankfully, I was looking at the chat and I think Clover was reminding me that the audio was not on. So hopefully you guys are hearing me loud and clear right now. I hope you guys have your big girl panties on. Uh, let me know what it is you want to talk to us about tonight. I've got some things on my mind. I'm sure you do. When Joe gets here, when Trey gets here, I'm sure they'll have some things as well going on. Clover Tack was just was also just texting me to find out if it was me on Facebook friending him. I don't like what's going on with that. What's what's the deal? There's so many bots out there. You you don't you don't know who's real or who's not real. Man, if Clover Tack, if somebody responded to you that they're a meat popsicle then that will be me. That's that's my secret password. Meet Popsicle. <laughs> All right. So cool. Let me uh, jump into the uh, let me jump into the into the, the chat here and start shouting out some people. The show today is brought to you by Gun Prime right there. We're going to have a very good deal going on from Gun Prime right now on the KSG for less than 600 bucks. Oh, look, there's Trey. What's up? He's got his uh, prison uniform on right now. He's in the chat. What's going on, Trey? <laughs> What's happening, Hank? Sorry, my computer reset itself. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. I understand the trials and tribulations of a PC, <laughs> man. Technology, right? <laughs> yeah. Get you a Mac. Yeah. Get you a Mac, man. I don't know. These PCs. Can you hear me? Okay. No, I don't know if he hears me or not. Can you hear the words that are coming out of my mouth, Trey? So, no. I uh, something's going on there, Trey. If you if you can hear me, I don't think your audio is working properly. You might need to restart that thing all over again, my friend. <laughs> all right. So in the meanwhile, here, I don't know what's going on with Trey. Uh, in the meanwhile here, I am going to uh, start shouting out some people in the chat. Uh, I see Christopher Williams is here, Flopping Garbage as well, Richard Hughes, Ridge Runner. Ridge Runner says, what's going on, Mr. Strange and Strange Peoples? Don't forget to thumbs ups, of course. That's the reminder right there. Hit the thumbs ups. I know. Uh, Trey, if you can hear this, if you can hear me, you're going to have to restart, man. Something's going on with your computer. So, or if Lola can hear me, someone tell Trey to restart. Uh, okay. I don't think I don't think he's getting. Maybe. It. Yeah. But yeah, start. Trey, you're gonna have to restart, buddy. Yeah. All right, hold on a second. Let me just. Uh, I may have to mute him. Otherwise, that is gonna drive me crazy. Okay. Let's see. Got him muted there, I think. All right. So, <laughs> man, I don't know what's going on tonight. This is like, there has to be a full moon or something like that. Okay, let's see who else we've got in here. Um, 
We've got uh, Christopher Williams. I think I said Key Askey as well. STL Storm Spotter is also in the building. The Archangel is in here. Tango Hunter says hashtag roll call. Screaming Skull Saloon says what's up. Chris Bullis says what's up, dude. SoCal Gunner says what's up, my strange familiar. Big Dick Willie also in the building. Jay Brennan is here as well. Seabro says yo, yo. Uh, Jay Loafer says, hey, everyone, to, uh, I go in tomorrow for Hearts Angio slash stent operation and we'll be back home later that night, more than likely. Um, you know, hope everything goes well with that operation. Hope you get better soon and get all healed up and, uh, you know, get back to business, Jay. So uh, our prayers will be going out for you on that. Let's see. We've also who else do we have in here? Okay, we've got Armin and Axes. He's in as well. Um, let's see. Let's see. I'm trying to go through this as quickly as I can. Vanessa Kitty's here. Shout out to Vanessa Kitty. Rich White also is here. Uh, James Lawson. Jason Shera says, hello, people from Indiana. Shout out to the Indianians out there. I don't know. I don't know if that's the right way to say it. Pixamite. Also, shout out to Pixamite. Let's see. Um, we've got Moobut. Moobut says, uh, moo, moo, moo. So there you go. Uh, Richard Hughes says, hashtag more Lola, less Hank. Thank you so much, Richard Hughes. I really appreciate your support. You know, what would I do without you? Okay. So, um, let's see what's going on here. Um, Okay, I'm down to where everyone's telling me that there's no audio. Okay, got that covered. <laughs> Rich White says, I thought I spontaneously went deaf. Uh, tacos and French fries is in the building. Shout out to tacos and French fries as well. Rob Avis also here. Uh, Recall Junkie 1981. Um, let's see who else we got. James Miller and uh, Rafael Morales. RTS guy, the Seeple, the Armsmen. Um, okay, this just dropped down. Rob D, I shoot my AK naked. All those guys are in here. Um, Rodney Brady is also in here. Simpson Road Larry, Ghost Tactical, Peggy Keller says, Hello, breakfast for dinner tonight. What's cooking from Peggy Keller? Uh, Walter has the day off, so, you know. I'm sure he's, you know, he's over there working. He's slaving over a stove right now. Uh, Paul K is also in here. Satakit, uh, Satakit, CB. Care Bear on the Holiday Road is also in the building. Shout out to Care Bear on the Holiday Road. Um, Ghost Tactical says, not going to lie, it's nice to hear people yelling at Trey, and it's not me. <laughs> Imposter is here as well. Uh, Clint Skeens. All those people in here. If I miss someone, let me know and we'll shout you out again. Uh, let's see. Trey, are you back? Okay. Trey, can you hear us, Trey? Okay, I see Joe. Joe, can you hear us? I can. I can see you and hear you fine. All right, cool. And I'm not sure what's going on with Trey. I can see him. I don't know. Is he even moving? Yeah. Trey's still having some technical difficulties. Man. So... Trey, my, have you, I don't know if Trey has upgraded his, his PC or something like that. That could, you know, that could either create the problem or be the problem if you have not upgraded it. So 
there's that's how you know that's how that goes i think trey's frozen from what i could see it looks like he's frozen on there so um yeah we'll see if he gets that worked out all right joe what's up man what's going on hey good to see you um any feedback or echo issues from me do i need to plug these things in again or did i get my audio straightened out already tonight oh yeah you're good you're good sounding good man okay cool good yeah how's it been going Good, good, actually. Um, finally banging out some reviews, getting, you know, hopefully be have my head back above water in a couple of weeks here, but. Um, okay. Good, good, real good. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, you got your possible modification shirt on, I see. I do, I do. The <laughs> Hold on, let me lock this on off. here. Yeah, there you go. I still need one of those, by the way. What? The assault, assault chainsaw to go on the yes. end. We all need that. An assault chainsaw. Yes. We all need it. I also would like the modification with the shark on the front. Yes. Preferably with a laser, right? Yeah. <laughs> That'll be fun. Uh, let me see what's going on. Uh, okay. Lola's giving me notes. So find out what's going on with Trey, Lola. Tell him I said, go buy a Mac. All right. Wow. I got a lot, I got a lot of shout out, shout outs here at me on here. Special yeah. K, Vanessa Kitty. Um, obviously ghost tactical, uh, the archangel, Richard Hughes, uh, music lover. Ah, uh, I'm going to the Hank strange podcast. That's where I'm going. Yeah. You are much loved. You are much loved. <laughs> uh, ghost tactical, uh, everybody, uh, Chris, thank you. Thank you. Appreciate the warm yes. invite. Yes. And, uh, let me remind everyone out there again, just in case you didn't hear it, hit the thumbs ups. Okay. We need and appreciate those especially in this day and age. Now, one of the notes Lola gave me here is that you went on vacation. I did. I did. Okay. What'd you guys get up to? So we went, we went back to that place, um, at the wife and the girls love. Um, okay. <laughs> thank you. Special K. Um, are we not, are we not supposed Orlando, to say what it is down there? Orlando central, especially my wife's family. Who's all over Florida. Okay. So we down there a lot. We rent a house, uh, do VRBO and, uh, normally, especially, you know, the mid-October area, um, or, or I should say, late September uh, area, prices are pretty low down there for houses. We can rent a nice four-bedroom house for like 100 bucks a night. Um, that's what we did again this time. Then, of course, we hit up uh, hit up the uh, the house of the mouse uh, as well while we were down there for a little bit. So, okay, Trey, are you back? Yeah, man. I'm sorry. I don't know what happened. Yeah, I had to reboot my computer. Yeah, it's that that PC. I don't know if you've updated lately or what's going on. I, I, I don't know, man. That's ridiculous. Whatever. Technology. <laughs> okay. So we use uh, cups with string. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. We got you here now. It's working what's out. What's up, man? What are you up to? Chilling, chilling. We got Joe. Joe's back. Joe was on vacation. Hey, Joe. I think he was just telling you. So you were here in Florida, no Joe. No gun in the window, Joe. I was. I'm sorry. What's that? No gun in the window. What's up? Oh yeah, the, uh, sorry. I, I I was rushed to get in here tonight. Um, unfortunately, I was running behind and uh, ran into some traffic. So I basically I hit the house and I pulled on the first pulled out pulled on the first t-shirt that was in the closet, threw a hat on, and boom, here we are. Yeah. yeah. No, that's cool. <laughs> uh, oh, okay. Yeah, your internet is kind of messed up too. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it is a little. Uh, yeah, that's probably what the problem is. The internet. Somebody's on there downloading something they're not supposed to be downloading. I can tell you that right now. <laughs> but 
that was my biggest problem at the house the internet like at the house that's why we have to have this space to do the oh there it goes again all right so anyway i think i think trey's trying to talk to us but we you know it's coming in messed up yeah uh rich white says they need to combine trey's aquarium and joe's x-wing into a cool display which one, the standard, or uh, we had uh, we had a shout out? Ooh, I just fired off a missile on accident. Um, is that an extra? That. Is that an extra evil X-wing? I mean, what's the? It it it, it is. It, it comes with the assault. I thought there was a thing back here, but uh, the assault uh, wings here. I thought there was a way to open these. Like you turn. Oh, there it is. Mm-hmm. It's been so long since I built this with my girls. It's been so long since I messed with it. Oh, okay. You just turn that. Okay. And the assault position. It. Yeah. Oh, but what's what's the difference with the colors? I'm going slow, but that's pretty sweet. Is that Legos? Yeah, yeah, it's Lego. Uh, so this is uh, this is uh, Poe Dameron's uh, X-wing, and then the more traditional X-wing, like Luke in his Red Five, is the uh, is the white one. Oh, okay. All right, cool. Disciple, disciple. That's how I'm supposed to be pronouncing what I call D. CPL. So there you go. So that's, I'm just, I'm just, um, you know, people always telling me how to pronounce their names properly. So disciple, I just have to remember that. I think we lost Trey once again. So are you still there, Joe? I am still here. I hear you loud and clear. All right. Good, good, good. What is that? Speaking of things that are in your background, what the hell is that little duck thing over there in the corner? Duck thing. So this, this is, uh slightly older than i am this is probably uh two weeks older than i am my grandfather bought this um he was a harbor pilot in new york city he was a harbor master and he bought this at whatever their shop is there or their thing uh, about uh two weeks before i was born and uh he brought it as a gift uh to my not quite yet born self uh, and brought this uh uh, the day I was born uh, to there. So I've kept it ever since. I, I believe his goal was um, since he had uh, his goal was for okay. me to oh, I'm sorry. Hold on, hold on one sec. Yeah, we've got like a bunch of noise coming in. Thank Do you. From, yeah, hold on one second. Yeah, it looks like Trey, you're back, but we're we're hearing a lot of background noise. Okay. All right, so I plugged in my uh, my thing here too. Yeah, I think that's coming from Trey. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. I figured. I'm sorry about that. Yeah, I know that's that like a total right. nightmare. I just want to clear it up for everyone. Trey's sure. having severe technical difficulties today. Ah. So I don't know. We might have to just. I'll, I'll get in touch with him after the after the show. Sure. To help him out with that. Okay. I'm sorry. You were telling us your 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 uh, granddad was a harbor master. He was in New York City, and um, this was uh, so. Anyway, he bought this. Uh, he he got word of my uh, impending birth and uh, bought this uh, before uh, just before I was born, and uh, brought this down. and He gave this to me when on the day I was born. I don't remember it, <laughs> but um, I <laughs> You'd do. Be amazing! You'd be amazing if you did. <laughs> I I do remember this thing has been around for as long as I can remember, and uh, uh, my grandfather since he didn't go to college. Um, his, uh, his, his, his desire was that uh, I would keep this and put it on my desk when I went to college. So okay. I've kept this anywhere I've had a desk or any place of notable importance. I've kept this, 
out and around invisible. Uh, he passed away when I was fairly young. Um, I do remember him, but he passed away fairly young. And I keep this as a remembrance of him uh, pretty much everywhere, uh, everywhere I go. Yeah, it's very cool. Uh, who is it made from? Do you know? Does it have anything that says? It looks like it's in good condition. Yeah, it is. So this is uh, it is just it, this is all wood and probably I would assume lead based paint. Um, there are absolutely good stuff. Yes, there are. Um, there's a little tiny thing on here, which I'm sure says made somewhere. This little uh, sticker that's kind of rolled up and just barely hanging on there. I don't know if you can see it. I haven't taken the time to unroll it. I just leave it as it sits. It probably says, I don't know, China or something. I have no idea. It's ro- curled up on itself, but still holding on. Mm-hmm. And that's it. It's just okay. all wood together. Yeah. If someone knows what that is, I don't know if you know what it is. Is it like uh, like a lure? Is it a duck lure? What is it? I have no idea. It, it's just a little duck, uh, red, white, and blue duck. Okay. Um, Does it come apart? I don't think so. I've never, I've never tried to take it apart. Um, the the okay. little things right here, the this section right here, you can rotate them if you want. Um, I, I don't I don't I don't know why you would need to rotate it, but you could if you wanted to. They're like little pieces of wood that are just dropped on a dowel that appears to run up and down the center with the head on top. But um, I've never messed with it other than you know just I, that that may be the most I've ever handled it in one spot since I've been like a really small child. Okay. Okay. Cool. Looks like Trey's back again. Can you hear us, Trey? I can see the fish swimming yes. around. Can y'all hear me? Yes, we can. <laughs> yeah. All right, good. Yeah. Let's see the X-wing again. I think it was pretty sweet. Okay. Trey wants to take a, a look at the X-wing. Looks like we're getting some feedback too. From you, Trey, I think your microphone's too hot. You might want to turn it down. I think oh, that's okay. okay. Yeah. All right. Um, Richard Hughes says, uh, 13C gun reviews, take it apart. There's a gold coin in there. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Don't believe it. <laughs> if, if there is, it can stay there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Brian quick says it looks like late fifties, early sixties art deco. All right. Is that better? Hank? Yes. Way better. Way better. That would have been bought in uh, the middle of 1977, if that helps narrow it down. Yeah, yeah. It's really, it's very interesting. I thought it would be some kind of like uh, lore or something like that, but it's really cool. So we call them digging it. Okay, Trey, hopefully now you got your act together. You know, this sucks. This green striped shirt of yours is your bad luck shirt from now on. <laughs> my, yeah. Huh? My convict. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. All right. So what's so since you've been since you've been gone, uh, Joe, mm-hmm. the bunch of stuff going on here. Anything super interesting to you going on in the gun world? Um Not really. No, I mean, I mean there's stuff that's going on, but I mean, nothing that's, you know, crazy, nutso or anything. Uh, mm-hmm. I oh, oh, newsflash, I still don't have, you know, going on two years and eight months later, I still don't have my uh, Archon Type B. So we got that going for us. Your what type what? <laughs> so the Arsenal Strike B, which, you know, lawsuit renamed all that, the Archon, A-R-C-I-H-O-N, uh, Type B. Oh, uh, yeah, we were B, talking about this B. the last time, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So 
I don't know the last thing I had heard, it was shipping out to me and then it didn't. And then we hear things about all kinds of uh, issues with like primer strikes and stuff. And um, maybe I was a little too premature in saying exactly how I was going to start the review out and saying that I was just going to take it out of the box, fire the first, you know, dozen mags through it on camera as my first look video, then get into the full review later on. Um, who knows if that sabotaged me or not, but here we are <laughs> still waiting. Yeah. You think they, you think they saw that somehow and said, yeah, let's not send that guy one. The the, the best I could tell, but I did actually put money down on it and it's been paid for. I put money down on initially like two and a half years ago and I paid it off when it was supposed to actually be hitting like a year and a half ago. So, um, you know, they've they've been sitting on, you know, whatever, you know, I don't know, 750 bucks is the original uh, buy in for it, whatever it was. They've been sitting on that for at least some part part of that or all of it for at least a year and a half, you know, going up on two and a half years. So, Wow. wow. We'll see. Yeah. I guess so. You're not getting you. There's no chance that you're getting your money back on that. I I mean I guess I could scream and shout and raise the thing on it, but um, I don't know. I mean we're just I'm just gonna let it ride at this point. I'm gonna take it out of a box on camera, start shooting it, and just you know like I was planning on, and let the chips fall where they may. I mean you know a company that you know has drug its customers on who have had money down for you know years um and they go dark for months at a time if you check out their instagram and page page like now right they're like oh they're on your dealer shelves now they shipped like 15 of them i think something like that they shipped under 50 probably somewhere in the neighborhood of two dozen did they actually ship okay and they're like yeah they're out there they're out there check your dealer shelves it's like right uh uh-huh um and which if that is the case why are they shipping out to allegedly which they're not but i mean if 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 you take them at face value why are they shipping out to uh just random dealers randomly when they're not fulfilling all these massive pre-orders that are out there right i mean there's got to be at least a thousand pre-orders that are still outstanding i would assume between the various dealers that i've talked to yeah this sounds like it's shaping up to be a uh, a lawsuit of some type and the company is this uh what's the company again the well the company was uh well they got sued for the name Arsenal. Uh, so now they're Archon, A-R-C-H-O-N. Okay, because it was an Arsenal. Yeah, it was one of the Arsenals. Right, okay. Yeah. So, and then where's the company based? <sighs> they're overseas, but they do have an office here in the U.S. I think in, you know, where's it, Arizona, Nevada, something like that. Okay, but yeah. when overseas, where where are they overseas? Um, they're also dealing with salient uh, which of oh, well, course, good luck a, with that one. Yeah, exactly. I, if, 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 yeah, if, if, if that's any surprise for you on what they have, um, you know, yeah, I mean, see if, and, you can look, if you can look that up and tell us or send me a link up here and we can look into it. Um, so let me see, Trey, have you uh, had dealings yeah. with salient? You sounded like you, you're about to chime in there. No, um, but I've heard, I've heard stories and I'm not really interested in getting involved with them. Yeah. Yeah. So it's no, it's just contact. They have a phone number with 702 area code and info at archonfirearms.com. I'm trying to think of where they're actually, I'm looking on their website here. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think that's seeing, just going to, I think that's just going to wind up being one of those maybe lawsuit situations to, uh, you know, to get it back. They were at SHOT Show, right? They were at SHOT Show? Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it's, 
So I, I went through a company called Rain Six, um, which the guy who runs that seems like a pretty decent dude. Hold, hold, I'm sorry. But, yeah. But I, I actually haven't heard back from him since that whole thing dropped. Like, I don't know, was that three weeks ago, at least four weeks ago? Okay. Okay. So, um, yeah. yeah. Lola, you're trying to tell me something. What, did I talk to these guys? No. Yeah. Remember SHOT Show? It was the, like the last day of SHOT Show. We were downstairs mm-hmm. in the basement. They had a box booth and you walk in. It's like a it's like a little path and you walked in and it's like an enclosed box and it was all salient, salient arms. Okay, that's salient. That's not these guys. Oh, who, who was he talking about? Archon. They, they, were, they were in their, uh, they were in the same booth as salient. Oh, oh they were in the same booth. Okay. Yes. Okay. All right. Yeah, I typically ignore salient stuff, to be honest with you. It looks good. I, yeah. I, and like I said, I would have two, um, except for they were supposed to be, yeah, they were just getting help with distribution through them. Allegedly. What the heck is that? I don't know what that is. <laughs> Trey, what are you doing? <laughs> I'm using my Darth Vader voice. Sorry. I'm a little all over the place today. Yeah, is that your phone? Interrupt you, Joe. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. yeah you know, so, go ahead, Joe. Yeah, I know. So I, I, I don't know. It, it's going to be interesting to see how this allegedly plays out. What gets delivered? I mean, I would assume right now they've stopped sending any more out, and they are trying to fix their light primer strike issues uh, at a minimum before they send out more guns. I would assume. Um, I, I have no idea because obviously it's you know, it's ghost town out of them and their distributors, you know, they're there. And it's not like they're telling their distributors anything either. So, yeah. So um, it, Razor, just, Razor uh, JB's, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Razor JB says Archon is salient arms co-owner, soon to be parent owner by first of year garbage customer service. Um, and, and he said it over again. Uh, so they're pretty much the same company. Um, yeah, that's it's too bad. Listen, I, I think that they have really good looking things. I know my friend Jesse James, he he won something from Salient and I think he just got it before he left the last time he left. And I saw it. I, I took a picture of it. I have it somewhere. Um, one of their real high end uh, guns. But he won that thing like two, three years ago and it took him that long to get his hands on it. Um You know, but there's a lot of like weird things going on with the company. I don't know if they're in Vegas. Are they in Maryland? I've actually spoken to someone from there before, but he was in Maryland. But there's something going on in Vegas. I don't know why a a gun company would go from Vegas to Maryland unless they're trying to get uh, government contracts or something. And I figured maybe they need to be close to D.C. Who the hell knows? Mm -hmm. It's the kind of thing that I would totally 100 percent avoid. Yeah. Well, if 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 if. If I hadn't gotten so, and, and I'll say it, emotionally invested into what I really liked when I first saw it. Mm-hmm. Um, so Kiaski wants to know, what is that? Like, what made that gun so desirable to you? It's, it reminds a, a lot of the things out of the, so one of the things I like about the VP9er, you know, it, it, it takes things from different, you know, some of the best things from each thing. Well, imagine a VP9 that's just slightly tweaked better in all around, right? Um mm-hmm. It's got a really nice factory. Well, I won't say factory because I don't know, right? I mean, I've only seen the pre-production models and everything else, right? I've never actually had to put my hands on a production model. Um, but 
everything I saw from the pre-production ones, the triggers were great. Um, there were a lot of things that I liked about it. Um, at the same time, now that we look at, you know, they're, they're, you, we've got a track record of, you know, two solid years out of them of ghosting customers, not saying anything, finally popping up, pretending nothing happened and still not answering other questions that happened. It, it's, it's very disturbing. Um, so yeah. I, so be quite honest, you guys, if you guys want one of these, I'm going to shoot it. I'm going to do a review on it. And as soon as I'm done with the review, unless there's something really crazy that really makes me want to keep this thing, I'm going to turn around, put it on Gunbroker, and sell it as soon as I'm done with with the video because I just really don't want anything to do with them at this point. Because yeah. something does happen, then what am I going to do, right? I'm, I'm stuck holding, you know, $850 paperweight. Well, so, and then here's the thing. Razor JB says that he got his money back last November fired it over two years ago when it was strike B. One of the weird things is if you ever get one, you might just want to hold on to it, man, just because there probably won't be that many of them out there in the world. So 10, 20 years from now, you might have something pretty unique because, you know, it's going to go the way of the dodos. So, um, okay. I see Trey, you're back. Are you there? Trey? Nope, still still having difficulties. <laughs> okay, all right. Um, so let's see here. So you know what? That's the thing, man. If you ever get it, uh, you know, at least the saga will be kind of over. Yeah. But I would recommend don't get rid of it because you never know what's going to. Yeah, you've got, yeah. A, you've got a point. I don't know. Maybe I'll feel better after I get it. It's just the constant ghosting, the constant left in the dark. It's just. It's frustrating. It, it, to be quite honest with you, I've become emo emotionally invested in it now, which is something that rarely happens. And you're just like, oh, you know. Yeah, your money's all the way in, man. Your money's yeah. all the way in. I don't know if you're going to get it back. I don't know if you've tried to get it back, but, you know. J just when I think I'm not going to try and get it back, I finally, you know, I, I, I talk to somebody and then I'm like, all right, I'm going to keep riding it out because it's right around the corner. It's right around the corner. It's right, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So we'll see. Um, Razor JB is chiming in on this again. He says, after the initial import of them, Salient will take over. You know how that goes. Salient has worst customer service in the business. So probably a very small company. Salient is probably one or two people. Who knows? Yeah, I, um, I've never, well, I, unless you count Arch on whatever, you know, I've never dealt with Salient yeah. um, on anything before. So I don't own any of their stuff. So. Yeah. All right. Let's try one more again. Trey. Can you hear us? Okay, I feel like <laughs> Trey. Can you hear us? <laughs> All right, he is yeah. locked up on my screen. I I see and hear you fine. He is completely yeah. frozen on. No, well, now yeah. I can see him. So, or there he is, but he's not moving. Yeah, this. I, I yeah, I can't see the fish swimming around there yeah. either. I don't know. Something's seriously going on with uh with uh with Trey's thing out there. Yeah. So. Okay. All right. So let's see what else is going on, man. I mean, you know, you haven't kept up with any kind of news going on here, huh? Um, minimal, 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 uh, minimal okay. anything. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, let's see. So did you hear about uh, Elizabeth Warren and her claims now to, to be an Indian? Yes. One, two, one, 1,024th or something, something insane, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah infinitesimal yeah, okay now yeah. we got trey now we got trey on here i think we I got two trays can you I'm hear back. us 
Okay, what is going on? <laughs> I don't know. It's my computer. What's going on? What is? Oh, you got something in the box. Uh oh. Ooh, commemorative M seventeen. Ooh. Okay, open the box. Let's see it. Let's What's in the just box? Got it today. Yeah. Hopefully your your signal holds up long enough for us to see. What's in the box? Fresh out of the package. Look at there. Oh my goodness. Oh. Um nice, Ooh. nice. Looking good. Looking good. All the signal all, all the sig lovers out there. Hold it up. Don't oh don't hold it up. Let's see it. Hold it up in front of the camera so that people could see it. Very nice. Very nice. Did you? I'm assuming you got a really good deal on this. Well, of course. Okay. You're not, you're not planning on telling us about the deal? <laughs> uh, about 300 under list. Okay. Cool. Awesome. I've been wanting one, but I was afraid I wasn't going to get one because it was, uh, they, they only got 5,000 they're putting out. I'm like, yeah, I'm probably not going to get one of those. Lo and behold, boom, it comes in today while I'm standing there at the counter. Ooh. And I, I snagged it. Nice. Yeah. I also have the M9 commemorative also. The one the Beretta won the contract. So now I have both the military gun commemoratives. Okay. Um, so Archangel says, uh, at Aries Sweet, you got my M17 for me. Laugh out loud. And In the uh, mail, bro. In the mail. <laughs> uh brian quick <laughs> says hope everyone knows the dod pays around 200 bucks for the same pistol i know but mine says commemorative oh okay <laughs> <laughs> and uh razor jb says damn don't drop it <laughs> i'm not trust me yeah uh i can't see the feed for some reason uh, don't mess with anything, Trey. Don't, please. I'm not touching anything. Yeah. Don't mess around with anything. It's you're already on precarious ground. So um, yeah, I don't know what's going on tonight. I'm sorry, guys. No, I got an internet right. tech coming out tomorrow. I made an appointment. Joe, what's up? You're. I like your sexy X-wings. Pretty cool. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, it's uh, it my my dog. Is, is that what your bowling pin duck? What's that? What about the duck? A bowling pin duck. Is that what you have there? No, no, no. Um, while you were having internet problems, I talked about this is something my grandfather got for me uh, a couple days, you know, right before I was born. And uh, I've had it ever nice. since. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I think we're tr we, we have no idea what it is. Someone out there eventually will let us know what it somebody, is. Somebody said they think it's, it's Maybe a Maybe you're stack, just getting rid of it and you gave it to you instead. Toy. Uh, but uh, the, the head on this, I've never tried to like pull it off, pull it off. But the head on this is... Uh, attached. Um, okay. I never like tried to, you know, yank on it because you know it's forty-one years old and a couple days old. Mm -hmm. But um, that's pretty cool. It's uh, the head's on there, you know, fairly well. I haven't tried to, you know, get it off, but I'm not planning on it either. At this point, it's on there. I'm not taking it off to find out for sure. Yeah. So, that's pretty cool. So let me see. I'm trying to go through here. Trey, do you have any news? Anything? like going on in, in the news since the last time you've been on that you want to cover? We know we've heard the saga no, I've been, from, from Joe. There's not a lot going on for me in the news feed. Did you see something? Did I miss anything? No, I'm just, you know, I'm just trying to see if there was anything in particular you had on your mind you wanted to uh, 
to get into? No, I've just been watching uh, Big Trouble in Little China a lot. That's about it. Oh, okay, you're getting ready for the uh, movie <laughs> night. Yeah, I'm ready. Ready. Yeah. I love that movie. Yeah. So, My Joe, classic. this this Friday is going to be movie night. Okay. And uh, it's going to be Big Trouble in Little China. Oh wow! I haven't seen that in forever. Yeah. So everyone has to look at that. If you, I don't know if you want to, I don't know if you're busy, if you want to drop in or whatever, but it's going to be movie night on Friday. And we're talking about big trouble in little China. So yeah. Thumbs up. Everyone's, every, yeah. Everyone's getting ready for that. Yes. By the way, please give us the thumbs ups. Maybe that will help uh trace signal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. got to get your tinfoil hats on. Get your thumbs up. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if anything's going to help Trey signal at this point. <laughs> it's holding <laughs> on with bubble gum. It's holding I got on my satellite gum. dish. <laughs> there we go. Good signal right there. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> if, there's, uh, if there's anything out there you guys want to talk about, let us know. Uh, we can jump into a couple of things here. We were talking about the DNA test from uh, Senator Elizabeth Warren. Her, her supposed what did DNA test. She well, was I'm in. I'm more Indian than she is. I got Indian in my blood, but oh. did you have you done a DNA test? I did do one. I did one like a month ago. Oh, okay. Have you gotten the results, or you haven't gotten it yet? No, I have. I got them. I got. I'm sorry. I got the results a month ago. I didn't actually oh, pass that. You did. Oh, okay. Here, let me yeah. see if I can. Yeah, pull it up. And you can tell us the. Uh, you know. So I threw up this post yesterday in in honor. Of uh, Senator Warren's Indianness, <laughs> I don't know if you guys saw it. It says Elizabeth, you just went one one thousandth and twenty fourth. Yeah, I saw that. That was funny. I liked it. <laughs> you never go one one thousandth. <laughs> you never go full one one thousandth. We need to watch that movie so, too. Yeah, um, um, that's, that's one of my favorites. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and the name of this movie is escaping my mind right now with Robert Downey. Um, Are you Thunder. kidding me? Tropic Thunder, Tropic baby. Thunder. Tropic Thunder. I just yeah. watched it like two nights ago. Booty sweat. Yes. <laughs> so here, I, I have the full copy of Elizabeth Warren's DNA test right here. <laughs> that's funny. Crackers. You missed that, Trey. You, missed no, you can't it. say that. That's racist. Only I can say crackers. I can't say crackers. Not unless you're you can't cracker. say crackers. I can but I'm say talking crackers. about actual crackers. Oh, well, all right. Well, saltines then. <laughs> say saltines. I prefer yeah, if you say if saltines. I said it like, if I said it like, you drive cracker, then that would be racist. <laughs> I would never say such a thing. <laughs> no, never. All right, I got mine. I got it pulled up. All right, tell us your percentages. By the way, Joe, have you ever done one of uh, these DNA things? No, I have not. I, 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 I think my results would just come back with, you know, like everything. <laughs> I think that's just everything. Although I consider myself Native American because my wife, uh, her uh, grandmother was 100 percent Native American. Um, so as you go down the what line, the hell my does wife that have to do like, with you? Well, well, because I married into the tribe. That's how okay. it happened. I married into okay. the tribe. What do you get, like mineral rights or something? Yeah, yes. I'm trying to understand the logic. The okay. Are you being serious <laughs> or? <laughs> so, so, no, my, my, my wife is uh, Cherokee. Well, she she is uh, one. Elizabeth Warren, right? I don't know. One sixteenth Cherokee Indian or or would it be one or, or one eighth? I don't know. But it, one sixteenth or better Cherokee Indian. Yeah. I'm you sorry. Are, I can't you remember. are 100% jive turkey. 
<laughs> Psycho 316 says, Hank, they prefer to be called saltine Americans. Yes. <laughs> That's a good one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Trey, hit us with the percentages. What's in, what do you got? Um, 65% English Welsh. I knew that. 30% Irish Scottish knew that. I was 4% Swedish, which I thought was interesting. Mm-hmm. And I am 1% Native American, which I already knew that. So you have way more than. Uh, oh, yeah. Than I got more. her. Boom. I'm going to slam DDT her on the Native American side. <laughs> because you have, you're right within the zone of what they said the average white American has of Native American blood. Well, we had. Um, because you're in that 1%. One to 2%. Our great, great, great grandfather was the wandering drunk Indian. And he just literally drove, rode around on his horse doing, doing stupid doing, stuff. Doing the business? Grandfather used to tell me stories about that. Oh, okay. Okay. That was pretty interesting. Yeah. He um, was a registered Indian, too. That was pretty rare back then. They had two years to register. And if you didn't register, you didn't get anything. Oh, really? Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, Music Lover says, I am one quarter Bologna. Bologna. So... <laughs> <laughs> so um <laughs> there you go and rich white says trey is a one percenter boom got my tomahawk and everything yeah so there you go me yeah, and you I, joe we're gonna hunt down at bald eagle and get our feathers yeah i'd like to see what joe's is i think it'll be interesting to see what joe's is i yeah. think i from, from from what i can tell of what i know in my family history i'm like everything Pretty much. You're a Viking, Joe. I can see it in your eyes. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody, <laughs> everyone wants to be a Viking. I don't know what's uh, what's the deal with that, you know. But you know, the Vikings were out there spreading the seed, so to speak. So you know, you know, the the Huns were also as well. I think pretty much everyone is related to the Huns on the face of the planet at some point, right? <laughs> uh, Go figure that, right? Yeah. So, okay, so that's going on. Um, that, that story kind of has legs. You know, I saw that because um, yesterday CNN was, had her back, you know, in that whole story. They had her back and they're, huh? I, how, how can they do that at this point? I mean, it's just, even for them, that's pretty low, right? Yeah, I, I think they're turning from that right now. I think at this point, they're kind of like turning on her a little bit, you know, that they realize that this isn't, you know, people people see past everything that they're doing, mm-hmm. you know. So, um, you know, in the beginning, I think all the media arms out there were just going along with it. Now it's going to become a thing because everyone realizes that it's so small. You know, so this is a CNN headline. Oh, no, is this CNN or Politico? Okay, this is Politico. Warren stumbles with Native American rollout. The likely 2020 candidate is getting flack from the left and right after trying uh, to defuse a Trump-driven controversy. So here, I, actually, I'll share this with you guys so you can look at it here. While Trump-driven I'm controversy. <laughs> She's okay. the one who said it. He never said she was... Yeah, well, she was she's just the one who put all this out there, and then yeah, he was just calling her and something that, uh, that she that she's the one that put out there, you know. Um, so it goes on here. 
So Senator Elizabeth Warren's effort to defuse the Donald Trump fuel controversy over her past claims of Native American ancestry seems to have done just the opposite. 24 hours later, outrage on the left and right was still running strong as questions swirled about the likely 2020 candidates timing and political judgment. So I guess she put out this long five minutes long video where she had an expert come on and claim that she was indeed Native American. You know, several Democrats. Was he a DNA expert or was he just a Native American saying she was a Native American? No, they, he was just doing it based on that fraction that she said, that fraction of a <laughs> of a percentage. Uh, what, what was it like point zero nine or something like that? Several Democrats expressed frustration that Warren uh, would choose to create a media sideshow so close to the important 2018 midterms and some progressive and Native Americans fume that Warren appeared to be a uh, appropriating tribal identity to settle a political controversy. Far from clearing Warren's path to a post-midterm presidential campaign launch, as it seemed designed to achieve Warren's elaborate rollout on Monday, complete with DNA test results, a slick video, and an attempt to go toe-to-toe with the tweeter-in-chief on his own <laughs> on his own ground seems to have created as many headaches for her as it alleviated. So uh, the Cherokee Nation. Or she could have just dropped it in the first place and been done with it. Yeah, just let it go. And everyone would have forgotten about it. Yeah. Um, Cherokee Nation issued a blistering statement on Monday that said uh, using a DNA test to lay claim to any connection to the Cherokee Nation or any tribal nation, even vaguely, is inappropriate and wrong. So there you go. Um, makes a mockery out of DNA tests and its legitimate uses while also dishonoring legitimate tribal governments and their citizens. So, um, yep, yep. Bad advisors, <laughs> bad advisors on that one. And that's not going to go away. That's not going to go away now. I can tell you it's too late. Oh, for no. that. That's She's definitely pushed it too far. Yeah. And then the other big thing that's happening that, you know, is this uh, this whole thing with this Saudi journalist, I'm not 100 percent sure this guy was a journalist, but body of missing Saudi journalist was cut into pieces, Turkish official says. So oh, they did find his body. I, I didn't don't know think, he was missing. I, yeah, I don't know if they I don't know if they found his body, it says the body of missing journalist Jamal. Uh, Khashoggi was cut into pieces after he was killed two weeks ago. The Saudi consulate in Insta, uh, at the Saudi consulate in Istanbul, a Turkish official told CNN on Tuesday. So I don't know who has his body and what's going on there, but that's also another story that has legs. We don't know what the hell's happening, and it raises the question: like, why the hell are we so dependent on the Saudi Arabians for anything? Right. You know, they're good pilots. Uh, no, <laughs> not even, not even the close. I, I mean, this is the thing, man. Like, why are we still even, you know, why are we still even messing around with these dudes, man? And, and why are we letting the threat of, you know what, we will make your oil prices go up. Why are we letting that scare us over here? Or do we want to sell them guns that bad? I don't know. How many guns could they be buying though? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know either. Yeah. I don't know why they need to buy all these guns when it seems like Americans are fighting their wars for them. True. You know, Very true. So for their people. Yeah. 
You know, I just I, I think that America has a wherewithal to get off the Saudi Arabian teat. And I think they should do it. You know, these kinds of things are horrible, but you're probably going to see more of that. And uh, I guess there's like a new Saudi Arabian prince running the show or something. Right. Mm -hmm. That's part of what's going on here. So, you know. Um, so Mike Bryant wants to know, Joe, um, what modification? Chainsaw, bayonet, velociraptor, lightsaber? <laughs> You're gonna have to show everyone. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm gonna need. Uh, I honestly, I need one of each. I need one of each. I have multiple ARs. I should have them. What is that? Is that like a howitzer round? What's that? Is that a howitzer round on there? I can't tell. No. Uh, no. Yeah, you might have to. I don't know if you could stand up and get closer. That's a chainsaw. Yeah, it is a chainsaw. For anyone who can't see it, so oh, there it you is go. A chainsaw. Chain okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's oh, the chainsaw. Okay. Yeah. That's Sweet. the chainsaw modification. Yeah. Now that's a Forge from Freedom shirt, or or no? No, this one is uh, seventeen seventy six United. So they made. Okay. Uh, I think like literally that night they made one of these. They put up one of these shirts for pre order, and then you know like two days later everybody started making. Uh, all the variants of the shirts. Um, okay. So they wound up doing just one run of the first ones they first came out and they're like, well, everybody else is making them. So. Yes. Imposter says like Walter says, follow the money. Let me see. Can, who yeah, can do right. a Walter impersonation? Um, I can't do big headed ball headed dude to. Uh, you don't have any ice cream. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't have enough desserts over here. And Walter is in the chat, by the way. So shout, shout out to Walter. <laughs> Walter, I'm repping for you, man. Oh, I'm, making, I'm making fun of you, but I'm okay. I'm jealous. That's what yeah. I want next. Oh, I've been had this. Hey, that the oh, okay. e file. Here's it's big sexy. news. The e file is back up for uh for short barrels. Oh really? The okay. e file is back up. So allegedly um, Oh, is it? Yeah, allegedly for those we should allegedly. be seeing turnaround times in, that. A, in a. I already set mine week. in regular though. Listed by weeks is rather than months. Oh, okay, cool. By the way, I think Walter still has some keg twelves left. Um, I know he's selling out of these when they're all gone. He's not making them anymore for anyone who's interested. Hmm. You got to get in touch with Walter. He is in the chat right now. He's got a twelve gauge and he's got four ten and something else. I think uh, he can probably let us know what he's got going. And this. This has the ATI, the ATI Outdoors Super Soft Rubber grip on there. So I've got a video of us changing that over. That makes a difference right there, man, because this thing being shorter. It's it got has, a little bit of a kick. Yeah, it has a kick, has a kick. I'd like uh, yeah, to see them a little make bit some of a rubber. Kick. That's an understatement. Yeah, I'd like to see I them make some rubber for this right here. That would be awesome. The, uh, yeah, I was, I over the weekend, I shot uh, Buddy's um, seven-inched, uh, Beowulf pistol or no, no, it wasn't a pistol. It's a SBR. He actually SBR it. Mm. And that thing, that thing with a seven inch barrel is a little stout. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it was fun as hell. Oh my God. But yeah. Yeah. Just a little stout. Yeah. Um, I could imagine. I could imagine. I'm thinking, is there a suppressor? <laughs> no, no, we did not have a suppressor for it. Unfortunately. Um, yeah. I don't know. Maybe maybe I need to get a verse fifty and stick that bad boy. Uh, get one of those and stick one of those on the end of it. But then again, you're taking away all the front, all the fun of it. Uh, yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, part of the fun is that obnoxious concussion in this massive fireball. We got the video up on our Instagram. Yeah, that's only lasts so long. But okay. <laughs> 
It only yeah, lasts so long. Yeah, you're not going to want to shoot it all day or anything. But no, you know, as far absolutely as, not. As far as uh, you know, a couple dozen you know a couple dozen rounds over the span of an afternoon or evening, it's it's fun. Let's the neighbors know you still care too. Yeah. Walter says, I still have kegs. Um, the only one we don't have are the seven inch Mossbergs. And he says, uh, keg 12 second gen is in the planning stages. Interesting. Ooh. Interesting. Little, some little news there from Walter. News. You heard it first yeah. here on the Hank Strange yeah. my Freedom yeah. Podcast. Yeah, it's going to be called the That's Hank. Right. I can announce that right now. It will be called the Hank 12. Hank 12. Yes, Hank 12. That's that's going to be the official name. Walter's. I see Walter in the chat agreeing with me. He just put up thumbs ups. So right. he says it is going to be called the Hank 12. Do we know where the name Keg came oh, from? KEG? I'm sure that means yeah. something. Compact entry gun. Oh, yeah. Like the compact entry stock. KES compact entry stock. Compact entry gun. I get it. Yes. Yes. It makes sense now. Yes. So. And meanwhile, that that compact entry stock, I don't have one here in front of me, but I got one on one of my ARs, um, which shortens the overall length, and it is uh, it is still rocking on hard. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Walter is saying non NFA, non NFA. So the Hank Twelve is going to be non NFA. Oh, so it's going to be a Mossberg. Dig it. Dig it. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, that's cool. That's cool. We'll t- I think Walter's going to be on tomorrow. Um, so he, he'll be on to talk about that tomorrow, tomorrow. We've got Liberty Doll on tomorrow as well. So there you go for everyone who's going to join us tomorrow. Let's see. All right. So I got my keg 12 here. What, what stuff do you guys have? What guns do you guys have out there? What do you guys have? Oh, Andy? Okay, yeah. What can we show? I got a... Badassery right there. Badassery, yes. And what is yes. that scope on there again? This is uh, this video just went live yesterday. So the right, oh, okay. on, right on mod mod five Gen two six to twenty four power. Well, that's nice. Medical in the first focal plane. Nice. Okay. Yes. Very um, cool. Feature feature packed at a crazy low price point. Okay, very nice. What is the price point? That's an MCX, right? What's that? That rifle? rifle? What is it? No, 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 no. This is uh, this is an AR, but it's the uh, Spikes Tactical Sandbox Builders Kit. Oh, okay. Uh, with nice. uh, mission first tactical uh, stock and stuff, and then a bunch of guys leave parts inside here. Um, and then it's a pinned and welded AAC uh, flash hider on the end here nice. uh, for overall 16-inch. Um, oh, uh, price point, uh, MSRP is 599. The street price is usually 499 right now. Um, I had to find the link for it, but, uh, they are on sale with, uh, the 13C code gun reviews will get you uh, about $427 delivered. Okay. Which is a whole lot of optic for 427 bucks. Cool. All right. Very nice. Very nice. Um, uh, Archangel wants to know, Trey, any thoughts on the new Remington Semi-Auto TAC-13? So, did you hear that, Trey? Not really, just about it. Remington's known for their shotguns, so it can't be that bad. Okay. All right. 
So just say that again, because I think we lost the first part of that trade. It didn't come out. I haven't, ha- I haven't shot one yet. I've just handled them at shot. Okay. A shot show. Yeah. Okay. All right. Cool. Ooh, there you that go. is a good deal. Yeah. So, um, uh, and Joe has uh, alluded to the gun prime deal of the day. Gun prime. I, yeah. I, I saw it pop up and I clicked on it. I'm like, oh, that is a good deal. Yes. We're going to talk about that right now. Joe, you could tell us what is it? What is the gun prime deal of the day since you opened it up? I, I did. I opened it up. Um, so there's a Keltec KSG 12 gauge bolt pup, 14 round shotgun, 18 and a half inch barrel. Uh, I would assume with the overall length, so it's not an NFA item. At the low, low price of $598 even. Oh my gosh, that's pretty good that's price. That's pretty good, yeah. Yeah, 598 bucks for uh, for one of these. <laughs> Hell, at that price, I might even buy one. Yeah, that is, let me tell oh, you, this oh. is good. This is going to sound really crazy, but you have to think of this in perspective. When I first got my Keg 12, I got it during the firearm again. Mm-hmm. And I paid, I could have bought like three. <laughs> the price now, I could have bought three at least for what I paid. And then some back then in the firearm again, I had to have a Keg 12. I was like, the world's going to end and I'll never be able to own a Keg 12. So I went out there and overpaid for that thing. And now look at this, man. You, 600 bucks. Right. Yeah. That's not I'm sorry. No, not Keg 12. I'm sorry. Lola's reminding me. No, not KSG. The KSG. KSG. Yeah. Yes. My bad. My bad. Yes. Yeah. So Keltec KSG 12 gauge bullpup um, for 598. It's pretty good. I think that's pretty good. And then I saw that they had, what was they? They had a, um, didn't they have something else, Lola, that I was looking at on here? Where the hell did it go? There was another Caltech thing in here as well that they had that I thought was interesting. I don't know if it's as, as good a deal. Um, they have a CMR. They have CMRs for three ninety nine, but they have the RDB for seven forty eight. What? Yes. Okay, yeah, the RDB is for seven forty eight on there. So, not yeah. too shabby, not yeah. at all. I remember when yeah. that thing was full bolt retail plus plus a markup for a couple of years. Yeah. So um, you know, and the, and it seems like they're available. That's pro- that's like one of the bullpups I'd like to get next. The Caltech RDB. So I've already, you know oh, I tested I it when it first came. What's up? I was handling bullpup today. It's at the shop. Is an SKS bullpup. An SKS bullpup. Okay, so it's a kit. Have you? No. Well, yeah. Have you ever seen one of these before? Oh, dang it! There you go. Mm, it was. Um, I think there's kits out there. I can't remember the name of them, but it was I think an SKS one. I thought it was pretty cool. Yeah. I thought of you when I saw it. I'm like, let me get a picture of that so I can show Hank tonight. Yeah. Yeah, I think there's lots of kits out there for it. Here's the thing, like I've had um, kit bullpups and stuff like that, and I like them. We're actually building a kit bullpup uh, 22, Ruger 1022 right now that we're doing with uh, Brownells. Those are cool. But I'm always on the lookout for the purpose-built bullpups. So those are the coolest ones, uh, in my opinion. So, Um, But I have done, I have done, you know, a couple of kits. And we're working on them right now. Did we lose Joe? I am still here. Sorry, I just no, got a text from my major from work and I was responding to it. Oh, okay. Um, Psycho316 says he posted his 23andMe report to Instagram. Uh, what are the percentages, Psycho3? Th- just tell us right now. 
316. And let's see what it is. So anyway, good deals out there in Gun Prime. I always look at them for the Caltech stuff. We got some cool Caltechery. Talking about the Lithgow, Lithgow, Lithgow F90 Screaming Skull Saloon is. Have you had a chance to shoot one of those yet? Because I've, I've shot a couple uh, a couple different events. Mm, no, no. No? Mm-mm. It's, um, I, I haven't shot any of the, uh, the, I don't think I've shot any of the semi-auto ones. I mean, I've shot the full autos in semi, but, or the select fires in semi and in full. But um, they're kind of cool, but at the same time, they remind me a lot of the, uh, like they did more knockoff of the Steyr um, in some aspects than others. Um mm-hmm. I don't think it's bad, but I think uh, I think I'd rather have a Tavor, either SAR or X95, with uh, with a Geisley trigger pack than uh, than uh, than the Lithgow at this okay, point. Okay, so are those purpose are those purpose built bullpups or no? Yes, yeah. So they're used by yeah, they're used. Are are they actually used by the Australian military in New Zealand or only special ops over there or something? I, I know they're used by some military over in the Pacific area in that region down there um okay i can't remember off the top of my head i did i've got a video up on my channel of me t- me shooting them and talking with uh, the folks from with gal and um i don't i can't remember off the top of my head that video is at least a year old i can't okay. remember exactly uh, exactly what the full story is on them but shot them a couple different places both the bullpup shoot up in uh illinois and then uh, big three down in florida and uh somewhere else i ran into them and um Pretty cool, neat guns. Um, the price point's right. I might pick one up. But as far as everything else, I think for now, I you know, if I was only going to get one, I would probably stick with like uh, you know one of the Tavors. So is that a is that an AUG clone or what's the deal with that? Very, in my opinion, it's very similar to an AUG. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, not completely, but it, there are a lot of similarities to it. Um, magazine wise, uh, what mags do they take? They take the um, they take the import AR mags, if I remember correctly. I don't remember they, they, because they talked about making some changes from the U.S. model versus the ones that they had as far as magazine wise. And I can't uh, I'm drawing a blank. That was a while ago since I actually dug back into that. I yeah, I those, well, I, they make a couple different ones. My brother had one as an American made AUG and it had hmm. proprietary mags. It was only mags just for that gun. You're talking about the uh, MSAR? I honestly don't remember, I but it was, was pretty good. It shot really that? well. It was cool. I liked mm. it. Okay. But it was identical to the AUG. I'd rather have the Tavor. My friend has an AUG, though, and they shoot really well. So they're, I, would, I, I think he's going to sell it. I'm probably going to buy it from him. The AUG? Yeah. yeah. Okay. AUGs are cool. If I, if I could pick one up at a reasonable price and have one just to have it in the collection, I would. But, oh, man, um, that, that movie was in... Um, oh, it's been in all kinds of movies. Die Hard. That, that gun was in Die Hard. Yeah, the AUG's been in a lot of stuff. You see it in a lot of sci-fi movies, but I think you probably see if it, I mean, being in movies is not a you know, doesn't make it awesome, but you see the Tavor in a lot of sci-fi movies as well. So Yeah. Um I've shot a Tavor a lot. I really like them too. They shoot really well. Yeah. I shot the shorty full auto one at uh SWAT Roundup. And it shoots pretty good, you'd be surprised. Yeah. Yeah. Those I've never I've never shot that full auto. Uh, that would be cool. So, okay, awesome. Let's see here. Uh, what other stuff that we have? What other news things are going on? Um, let's see. Somebody's asking, we get? 
12, uh, the Keltec uh, KSG versus a Panzer DB12 bullpup, which would you take? The Panzer DB12. I've DB12 never. Is, yeah, I, Panzer doesn't sound familiar, but is the DB12 yeah. the. Uh, Are they talking the about standard? Shop? Yeah, maybe that, the standard. That, man. That's yeah. what I was thinking too. Yeah, if they're talking about the standard manufacturing versus if I had to choose one of them, I, I think it depends on the situation that you want to use it for, for lightweightness and all that kind of stuff, or lightweightedness, however you want to say that. Um, I would probably go with the KSG, you know, uh, but if at the same time, if you weren't worried about the weight or anything like that, I think the uh, DP-12, the fact, the thing with the DP-12 is you could pump it one time and then you have two barrels, so you could shoot and shoot and then you have to pump it again so and it's aluminum it's mostly a new aluminum construction versus the uh keg 12 being like a lot of polymer and some steel and stuff like that so i think uh the one that's the most mobile i'm gonna say is a keg 12 and what i would like to have which i don't have is uh sbs keg 12. i'm not i'm sorry why am i saying keg 12. ksg 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 excuse me I'd rather have the Walter, K-12. Walter has, Walter has like messed up my brain with the, uh, with the Keg 12. That's what I could tell you right now. Yeah, the KSG, the, the SBS version of the KSG is really cool. It's less capacity and everything, but I like it because it's even lighter. I think if you're not worried about that, the DP-12 is pretty cool. We torture tested it and we were approaching like 700 rounds before we started to have some slight issues with it. It was still functioning, but the problem is, is that when we pulled the trigger, it unloaded both barrels. <laughs> and they fixed that, they fixed that pretty fast. Um, but but you have to look at the circumstances. We put the, those uh, 700 rounds through there in like 30 something minutes. So we were just like- uh, Yeah, you're pumping, you know. weren't you? Yeah, we had uh, we were running a train basically on that DP twelve. <laughs> yeah. I think we had like four guys, and someone would shoot, wow, and, chicken, and, the wow, other, wow. and the other guys would just uh, like load up, and then someone else would be shooting, and we just going through it. So I think it got so hot that it actually bent one of the feeding tubes a little bit. Um, so I don't think if you're getting into a situation like that, that is freaking zombie apocalypse right there. You know, and in the zombie apocalypse, it's not going to hurt you if it's doing both barrels. The problem with that is the weight. Hmm. Yeah. So it's got more capacity and it's heavier. So that's the thing. But like, so for example, in Connecticut, you can't buy a new AR-15 in Connecticut. Everything has to be, if you can only buy a uh, pulse band, but you can walk into, you can walk into like standard manufacturing in Connecticut and walk out with a shotgun. Come here. So if you wanted something for home protection kind of a deal right there, that's pretty badass. So that's my uh, that's my thing on that. Have any of you guys fired a uh, have you shot a DP twelve? I shot one at industry day, um, media day at the Rain Shot Show. I think that's the only time uh, I've ever shot one. Okay. Are you a fan of or you're not a fan of the uh, double barrel thing? Um I need to spend more time with it. I mean, I think I put, I don't know, there was like six rounds in and I shot it. I think I reloaded. I did six more rounds, something, something like that. Um, it, it wasn't a ton, but um, I, I got a whole opinion on it. I probably spent more time with it um, just because you know, I would, I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, I've, I found with a lot of this stuff, my first impressions 
uh, are either right on or they're completely wrong. There's no middle ground. Okay. They're either completely right on or they're So what was your first wrong. impression? My first impression was that I thought it was all right. I, okay. I, 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 thought, I thought it was neat. I thought it was all right. I didn't, uh, mm-hmm. I think maybe there's some user, uh, you know, just spending time with it would be it. But overall, my first impression with it was, was positive. It wasn't negative. I thought it was well made. It seemed to do well. And from the time that I, I was there talking to them. On the KSG. On the oh, KSG. oh, well, yeah. Yeah, I didn't really care for it. The KSG on the other side of it, I wasn't uh, exactly the biggest fan of that. Every you time the damn thing ejected, it, it left gouges in my wrist. Yeah. Every time it freaking ejected, which pissed me I off. I had problems with the three-inch magnums coming out. Mm-hmm. It's real thin pop metal right next to your face. When you're shooting a three-inch magnum, it, it jars you. I mean, it, it hits you pretty hard. I, I didn't really care for it, to be honest with you. I mean, it was an interesting concept, poor implication, or great concept, poor materials. They could have done a little bit more with the cheek weld. I mean, that, that shotgun's right there against your face, and that's basically where the slug's at. They should have put, I don't know, a little bit thicker metal on that one side or something. I mean, I'm not really sure, but mm-hmm. it, it you shoot a three-inch magnum through it, you know you shot a three-inch magnum through it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's the that's what's going to happen from it being lighter as well. So those are the trade-offs there. I know in the beginning what you're talking about, Joe, um, which one? I think I have it. I think on this wrist, I was getting that same thing a long time ago. I think that's a problem that Mac had as well. I think they've probably in the newer versions dealt with that. And definitely the later gens of it, I, I think, seem to be working a lot better. I never any, had any problems with mine, but I know people that were looking at them early on, there were some issues with them early on. So Yeah, and this was a good three years ago, yeah. um, at least. At, and that's kind of like how, you know, that's one of those things that happens with the Caltech stuff, right? You know, yeah. there's... there's uh, when they come out brand new like that, there's a few little things that have to get tweaked out. So mm-hmm. um, I know that they do. So for example, if you bought one of the first gen ones and for some reason it goes into Caltech, from what I've seen, they totally go through it and they'll upgrade everything. Wow, that's pretty cool. Yeah. So everything has a trade-off. And I think that that's what you have to think about in the end of dealing with all these things. So. Mm-hmm. So, so for example, what's the name of the? There's another, there's another bullpup shotgun thing that I tried and it was really horrible. Um, the Turkish was it the Utahs? You guys ever tried the U? Is it the Utahs? I, I think no. so. Yeah, I that, shot a Turkish shotgun. It looked like an M16. That's about the only one I've ever shot. I, I want to say I know what you're talking about. I haven't shot it. They were. It, did it just release this year? No, re- released years ago, maybe like years. five, six years ago, something like that. They were horrible. No. no. So I don't, I don't know if they've improved them. They might have gone back to the drawing board on that and improved those ones. So yeah, um, I don't think I've ever seen that before. Hank. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, I've never put out a review on it because I just didn't want to buy one, but I have tried other people's and they had some serious problems. So like they would go off and you're not, not even pulling the trigger. Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> so. now, 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 is that a flaw or a feature? <laughs> <laughs> it depends on when it does that, I guess. <laughs> well, well, one of the things back in the day, and of course, you can't have that now in the civilian one. Um, what uh, some of the shotguns were, if you held the trigger down when you pumped it, when you pumped in the new round, if you still held the trigger down, it would fire as soon as you closed. Um, 
Um, those were some of the, uh, what are they, law enforcement models UTS or whatever they were. 15. Yeah. Yeah. Mike Bryan says the UTS, so the Utah's 50 looks like a giant alien's gun, which it does. And um, someone was asking about what I said about, so I was like, when I said no AR-15s, that's Connecticut. You can't buy a brand new AR-15 in Connecticut. It has to be uh, uh, pre-banned. So... Yeah, Walter just hit. Yeah, there was no disconnector in them. Uh, they just if if you held it down, you closed it. Boom, it went. Um, which of course, and it was built out that way um, as a feature for. I remember it was military or law enforcement or whatever. I, I I assume they got rid of most of those just because you know you're playing to your lowest common denominator, and the guy who just barely ekes in on the ASVAB test um, may not need access to something like that. <laughs> Yeah. So let me just, uh, Lola brought in a note on this. She wants me to mention, Clovertac asked us to mention and encourage people to get involved in this, the hashtag blind challenge. So uh, let's see. I think I've heard him talking about this, the hashtag blind challenge from Patriot in the dark. The idea is to encourage gun content channels to up their quality of video and in so doing, make the content more useful for the visually impaired viewers. Um, here are the two videos that Patriot in the Dark made talking about it. Would love to see more channels participate and was hoping you and Hank may help spread the word. So there you go. And then there's some videos, which I guess I can here, I'll pull these up and share the links. I think I've seen some of this stuff. Um, I mean, how can I make more vi my videos more awesome than they already are? I don't. I don't know. I, I don't think it's I'll possible. I'll the videos more. That's uh, true. Lola in there more. Lola okay. had added more goats. <laughs> oh, I've goats. never heard that. I've never heard that before. Someone told me to put more Lola in there. <laughs> there also you go. Goats. My wife wants to see the goats in more videos. Oh, really? goats. <laughs> Hit more thumbs up. I'll get a big 100. Come on, thumbs up. <laughs> more goats. She loves seeing the goats. What can I say? Yeah. She keeps, she keeps bothering me to get goats. Let me ask you this, Hank, since we're on the subject. Okay. Do your goats go around eating things that they shouldn't on the hacienda? Um, or do they behave themselves fairly well? Uh, you know, mine aren't really, they're not terrible. They're not terrible. They don't eat, like you would think they would just eat all the grass out there, but they don't. There's certain things like vegetation that they don't eat. It doesn't matter. They don't care about it. They don't eat it. Um, there's not a lot of things out there that I'm really worried about them eating that, you know, uh, I'm not sure what you're referring to. We don't have like clothing or anything like that out there. Well, it's just I, cars out there. And the thing that worries me is they fight around everything. Uh-huh. So, you know, uh, get very scratchy. Ah, <laughs> uh -huh. all right. Well, yeah, well yeah, as someone who is not uh, a goat aficionado, you hear things about goats like, you know, to eat, they'll like eat cans or metal or they'll just find something and they'll just, next thing you know, they're eating the side of your house. No, I've never seen them. No, they don't eat the siding. We have siding. They don't do that. As a matter of fact, I've, they've never actually scratched up any of the cars. I think my dog has done more damage to cars. <laughs> he doesn't mess with my cars, by the way. I think he kind of learned. He learned his lesson on that. He scratches the living daylights out of Walter's car, uh, which is funny and terrible at the same time. But the goats, the goats, the thing is, people, people say that goats eat everything. They do not eat everything. Okay. Okay, they're very picky. The most annoying thing about the goats is that they get stuck in the fence all the time. Ah. So, and that drives my boys really crazy because it's their job to go get their asses out of the fence. So what are the benefits of owning goats then there? 
Uh, for me, the benefits of the goats are, um, by the way, like our, if you, if you breed them, which we've bred a couple of goats, now we have like a lesbian um, kind of harem going. Okay. So they're, they're all female. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so we're not getting any babies for, for some time unless something crazy happens. Who knows? They're experimenting with mice and two female mice can have babies now, but um before we were breeding, so you could sell them. Uh -huh. So if you have babies, you could sell them. But when they're young, they're very, uh, they're very fragile when they're young and they easily can get sick and die and all that kind of stuff. You have to make sure they get their shots, all of that. But you can sell them. Lola sold uh, several goats. People are always trying to buy goats from her. Um, that's why we've kind of like the, the herd has come down a little bit. Uh, the benefit is that they eat most of the grass. So I haven't mowed in a long time. <laughs> Somebody said that. Yeah, and that's the big thing. Then you could eat them if you want to for meat or whatever else, you know. Also, goats, I, I, and I've heard that creatures with hooven feet or whatever scare away the snakes. And I have noticed I haven't seen any snakes out there or I haven't seen them as much um, since the goats have been around. For some reason, I guess they scare off those kinds of things. Oh, oh, crazy. The, the, the hoof will cut a snake, right? It'll Damage a snake? I guess. I don't know. I don't know. Um, I had this conversation today about donkeys. How donkeys chase off coyotes and yeah, uh, snakes and all sorts of stuff. My friend's like, really? He goes, no, you guess you're right. I've never seen him. He had. I said, you need one donkey. He will attack everything. He will protect the herd. Donkeys are mean. They yeah. are wild. That um, is true. Donkeys will are they are mean. So, so what you guys are saying is where I live now. I'm basically the donkey. Since I chase off and kill the coyotes and I'm generally yeah, your teeth aren't big enough. You gotta get bigger teeth. If you search Google, if you if you Google donkey and coyote, you will see pictures of donkeys with coyotes in their mouths. Oh yeah. Shit. Yeah. Donkeys funny. hate coyotes. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. Wow. But they'll kick the living crap out of other things too that mess with them. So there you go. Huh. Maybe just get a donkey and turn it loose here. Yeah, I'd like to have a donkey. My neighbors have donkeys. If anyone's been out there, I'm sure you've heard that lots of my neighbors have donkeys. Um, you know, I don't know. I don't know how many. Like, I'm happy with the goats. Right now, we've got like, uh, I think we've got about four goats. That's fine. I don't need more than that. In the wintertime, if you have goats in the wintertime, you're going to spend a lot of money feeding them. So just uh, bear in mind with that. And Kenny Van Cleve asked what kind of goats faint. I think there's some pygmy Nigerian fainting goat, something like that. I, I've never had any of yeah, those, I think but I have seen them. The fainting goat specifically. Yeah, yeah, I've seen them. I've seen them in person because I knew someone that had them, and and if you scare them, they faint, which is huh. funny as hell. So, um, you know, so there you go. So you're you're gonna get some goats. I don't know. I don't know. Well, it's winter time now, so we're probably going to have to wait again till the spring. But mm -hmm. it was it, it. So last week on Monday, it was 80 degrees here. Mm -hmm. On Tuesday, it was 60. Or no, no, no. Friday. All right. So Friday was a cold day when uh, when uh, Tom Bowers was here from Bowers Group. So Wednesday it was 80. Thursday, it was like 60. And then Friday, it was 38 degrees and raining and nasty when Tom, Tom Bowers showed up. <laughs> <laughs> that's how and it we goes were, man we were out there for like five hours um very little video because it was raining and i didn't want to get my cameras destroyed but uh, we did some instagram stuff but man that was an absolute blast if you ever have a chance to talk with and hang out with tom bowers uh he is an awesome dude very knowledgeable very and cool. what company bowers group so bowers uh silencers oh, okay cool yeah cool. 
Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, I've dealt with Tom before. He seems like I mean, I've never dealt with him like a business perspective or whatever like that, but he seems like a really, really good guy. Yeah. Where are they based? Oregon. Oregon. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He was at the unknown distance sniper challenge event. And as he was driving across country, I shot him a message. I'm like, hey, you know, if you need a pit stop or something here, I knew he was coming back across this way because he had to go to Iowa. I said, hey, you know, you're more than welcome to stop by. So he swung by for a few hours. It was pretty cool. Okay. Okay. Very cool. All right. Let's see. Uh, who has who has more who has more Gorn? Let's see what else you guys have. I had Adam come out. And, um, what was that? Trait fire shoot yesterday on the range for his. I uh, guess he was going to Tallahassee. Oh, okay. Uh, you're gonna have to say that again because I um, lost you. I lost you. I had Adam, the guy that Adam. Remember he was fighting the bump fire band. Yes. Yes. He came out and shot Monday. Yes, I actually heard about that. Uh, let me see if I can pull up the video because he sent me a link to his video. Yeah, he so, sent me that same video. Um, so if you guys go to, I think his uh, YouTube channel is Explain This. YouTube Explain This. And here, I'll show you like a quick, let me see if I can get this to flip over. Bam. So this is from Adam Roberts that was on the other day. And this is on the Aries Firearms training range. And this is him bump firing an AK. Here we go. And he is good at it. He's not even thinking about that. Yeah, he's good at it. I was like, dang, dude, that guy can bump fire. Yeah. So there you go. So that's on there. I don't want to play too much of it. We do have permission from him to to play that for anyone who's watching it. But anyway, so he just wanted to demonstrate how easy it was. And it's out there. Let me see. I need to figure out a way that I could put this up because you guys need to go and share this video. Let me see. I'll figure out a way here to share the video and put it up in the in a link here. I'm going to have to probably email it to myself to do that. So what do you think about that? Can you guys bump fire stuff? I can. Yeah, not like that. Yeah, well, I mean, I can, if I took like 12 clips in a row and took the best clip out of 12, or best video clip that is, out of 12 tries, maybe one of those might be close to that, maybe on a really good day, <laughs> maybe. Yeah. But to just be able to do it on command perfectly, no, normally I get I get some bumps and hiccups in there. But yeah, no, I mean, if I, yeah, it's, it's easily doable that somebody who has the time, the effort and the energy to invest into doing it. And that, and that's it. You just got to get out there and practice that. Um, okay. Although I got one buddy down in Florida, Dave, if he's watching, shout out to Dave. And he's just a savant. He can pick up any, you name it, he can pick it up and bump fire it. doesn't matter what the hell it is. That's pretty impressive. It just, yeah. whatever it is, he can just pick it up and do it. He's just. I bump fire too. It's called uh, full auto. Yeah. Well, so let me just give you some background on what's going on there. So Adam Roberts is the guy, one of the people here, he has a, a website. What is it? Oh, oh, oh. It's the, what was the website again, Trey? Uh, hold on. I got to pull it on my phone. Yeah. Joe, so you any, just got called out. Did you say clip? 
I oh, said video, video clip. clip. Mind. Video, <laughs> video, video clip, yeah. Video clip. Yeah, Joe's not going to make that kind of mistake, I assure you. Anyway, so Adam Roberts is fighting the bump stack, bump stock ban here in Florida. He's fighting that. Bumpstocklegalaction.com. Yeah, so there you go. Bumpstocklegalaction.com. He also is on Facebook, I think, under bumpstocklegalaction.com. I just put a link um, in in the chat here for everyone. Please, guys, go like open up that video, look at it, thumbs up it, share it. All that kind of stuff. Uh, once I get out of here, I'm going to try to share it as well, and then try yeah, to support Adam. Support that dude. I mean, he's fighting for us, basically. So obviously, yeah. we're not fighting. He is. Yeah. So he's out there fighting the bump stock, quote unquote, bump stock ban here in Florida, which is more than just a bump stock ban, by the way. And his contention with showing this, uh, him bump firing an AK, is that you don't you don't need need a device. So they made it's not just a bump stock; they made any device that changes the rate of fire, um, you know, anything, any device, tool, accessory, whatever that does that illegal. He's fighting that. He needs our support. And, uh, you know, the, if, if you can't help him out financially, you can help to share this video and do some other things. I think there's some resources that he'll be looking for. So uh, I know everybody on here can come up with 20 bucks. Yeah. And uh, Trey helped him out. He was down. When did you guys do this video today? He did it Monday. OK, cool. Yeah. So, oh, I'm sorry. I'm uh, sorry. I'm tired. He did it Sunday. I was out of town and then he posted it to me Monday. Excuse me. OK. Go ahead, um, Joe. Oh, no, I was just saying, is is so this latest link here for Patriot in the Dark, is that the same one as, uh, that's not the same one as Robert we were just talking about, right? No. Do you see the Robert one in there? It should be um, here. I'll put it up there again. Um, Adam, yeah, Adam Roberts. Hold on. Okay, I just put it in. It should say Adam Roberts and then the link. So, yeah, we need to help get the word out about that. We need to fight back against these things. I think if we can get that declared unconstitutional here in Florida, it's going to help a lot of states that are facing this. So if you think it's just like a Florida issue, I think what they, if they can really get away with this in Florida, then you're going to see in a lot more other places. And we shouldn't uh, we shouldn't allow them to do that. So and the point the point is pretty obvious, like he just did that without thinking so. He did it pretty easily there, so um, yeah, he did it all himself, no attorneys. Pretty impressive. Mm -hmm. So, and I think that video, like he needed to make that video as part of the case. So, um, there you go. That was cool. Let me see what else do we have going on. Um, I can show off this uh, ACOG right here. Boom. Oh. Oh, sweet. Yeah, you know, um, I haven't put this ACOG on anything yet. It is a... Which uh, one is it? I think this is a 308, uh, three, three and a half by 35 scope. I have that exact what same reticle? one then. At yeah. 3.5, I have one of those on my SCAR 17. Yeah, it, has the, it has the horseshoe reticle on it. I don't know. Okay. I don't know if you guys... Not I really got the Chevron and the donut. I really like those. Yeah, this is the horseshoe. I don't know if any... I'm not gonna. I'm not really yeah, gonna get it. Yeah, you can see it. Not, not too well. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna run on one by six right now. Yeah, I gotta throw this on something, and uh, and test it out. So I figured I'd you know show off that little bad boy. I don't have a lot of expensive. I don't really believe in expensive optics, to be honest with you. So, 
You know, I like my I like my you optics like I like my women's cheap. But they believe in you, Hank. They <laughs> believe in you. Sure. Sure they do. <laughs> they believe you um, can take out a second mortgage on your house. Yeah. I'm more of like I like like the primary arms stuff, you know, I'm more of like a primary arms kind of guy at that level. And even um, you know, we've got we've actually gotten in some cheap optics from different companies here. That I think uh, I keep saying one of these days I'm going to bring it up here on the show and then we'll take it out and test it. I've seen some other people have been doing that. We should probably we should probably jump into something like that and see what the cheap stuff looks like. You know, what do you guys think about the cheap stuff? Well, which cheap stuff are you talking about? I've seen stuff that were in reasonable price range but still had the same glass as the two thousand dollar optics. That's what I have. My scope's yeah. about four hundred bucks. And you can't tell the difference between that and that high-end Vortex or any of those other ones. They look identical. Yeah, I think um, we've got some really, really cheap ones around here. Let me see. Lola! I have a $100 hammer scope. I shot 500 yards and killed an elk with it. I have uh, – I got some sight marks. I actually like the sight marks. They're pretty decent scopes for what they really are. I mean, I wouldn't skydive out of a helicopter with it, but uh, – <laughs> For yeah. just banging on the range for hundred bucks, sight marks actually aren't that bad. Yeah, I think these are sub hundred dollar. I think these are sub fifty dollar optics or something like that. Do you know what these optics they're cost? Okay, they're on Amazon. Okay, so let's pull up one of these. And what's the company here? Uh, okay. What do you got there, All Joe? Right, so here we go, Sonic King. So th this is something that I people sent me to test. So I'm going to pull this one up here. What is this? The nine by 40. I'm going to pull it up before. Uh, I don't know a lot about these. So it's fixed power. Uh, hold on. Yeah. King nine. What do you got, Joe? 40. Uh, right here. I have the hot flash pup. It's a 25 caliber air rifle. Pre -charged yeah, that's sexy, man. It is sexy and it shoots really well. This video will be going live. Is it live. a pump air rifle or does it take a cartridge? No, it's, so it has a built-in air cylinder in here and uh, you okay. refill it. Holds uh, 2,900 PSI at the top end. And this nice. thing is pushing 25 caliber pellets at uh, a 900 and change feet oh, per second. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So you kill a pig with that. If you were close enough to it and you had the right pellet theoretically. Um, I don't know if I'd try and, I don't know. Um, you'd have to be close enough to it, but this is 25 caliber. It's a 32, well, they have different size uh, pellets, but for the for that feet per second, it's a 36 caliber pellet, if I remember correctly. Nice. Um, so each pellet has different, you know, depending on its weight will depend on how fast it's going, right? So um, uh, I've got the video coming out on this. I just finished this up. Um, so the video will be out before the end of the weekend on this. Really, really impressive. Uh, you know, I'm not like an air rifle aficionado, but I was really impressed by this. I like it a lot. Um, it's just absolutely a ton of fun. Yeah. Um, so I, I think that this company is doesn't. I, I'm looking on Amazon, and uh, it's out of stock on Amazon. And then when I go look to see what else the company has, it's out of stock. But I see there's other things like this. So they might have changed names. So this is a three to nine by forty. There you go. Okay, um, that's not too bad. Yeah, six times zoom. 
uh, four inches safe eye relief, a lot of different things. Let me see. This is like a less than $30. I've never even opened this though. So I'm going to open it up and take a look at this and uh, we'll see if I think it's got any uh, quality. It looks to like it comes with caps on it already. Yeah. So, yeah. Let's get it out of the plastic here. Yeah, it does have caps see-through. See-through ones. There you go. And it has some cheap uh, rings on it. You know, with the rings. Look at that. Yeah, you know, that doesn't hurt. For that kind of money, it's not horrible. So there you go. There's the caps on it and all that kind of good stuff that you would want out of it there. Uh, let me see. Let me see if I can see through the glass and see what we're getting out of that. Where's my eye relief? Uh, it's not bad. The glass is not horrible for what it is. And this is just like a crosshair radical. So there you go. You know, um, and it's lightweight and all that kind of stuff. It doesn't look, I think a lot of these things are made somewhat in the same factory. So I don't know, I would have to put that on something like put it on one of Walter's fifties and see how much it could take. Like, does it, does it totally destroy it? You know, does it hold, uh, does it hold zero in there? We would have to beat it up, but it doesn't look, it doesn't look too bad, you know? And, um, I could say like, maybe if you wanted to put it on a 22 or something like that, you'd be fine. But I would have to see how it handles, how it fares on a higher caliber thing. Um, and the rings aren't like my favorite kind of rings, but for the, for the price and all that kind of stuff of what you're going in for here, I don't really think it's too bad. And uh, let's see, yeah, the zoom. It doesn't look it doesn't look horrible, but I'm indoors and all that kind of stuff right now, so right. I don't know. I don't think it's I don't think it's horrible for the price of it. I have to say that there's like some some window if you get what you pay for. I don't know what you guys right. think about that. Yeah. Yeah, you gotta think about that sometimes. Yeah. I don't think like, what's what's the most money you guys would spend on an optic? I guess depends, depends on what I'm using it for. Okay. Depends on what I'm using it for. All right. So one of the most expensive optics I've ever I've ever purchased was what you just had in your hands that three and a half power uh, Trigicon with the three hundred eight BDC. Yeah, this I one. Yeah, maybe this is like a over a thousand, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen. I think what I, I I think when I got it with all the discounts and stuff, it was about twelve or thirteen hundred bucks. Yeah, that's one of the most expensive optics I've ever bought. Um, mm -hmm. I think that Weaver Tactical one to seven maybe. Right or was right around the same price point, roughly. Um, that thing has phenomenal glass, but then again, so does a Trigicon, right? So it all depends on what you're using it for. Like on this air rifle, I had that right on mod five on here just for some accuracy testing, but mm -hmm. I've got just this Vortex Crossfire on here. It's like $125 scope, and for four 125 bucks, that is a ton of optic. It's got illuminated reticle. Um, I mean, yeah, there's, you've got ghost, you know, you've got those halo issues when you try and zoom into four power. You have other things that are, You've got some distortion in the glass and stuff, you know, using it one power. Um, there's all different types of issues I could nitpick on this if it was not $125, right? Mm -hmm. So it's just like you're saying, it's a value for the money type thing. For $125, bucks, I think, I bet on this Black Friday, we're going to see this thing down at like $115 bucks on mm -hmm. sale somewhere with free shipping. For that kind of money, this is a fantastic optic. Now, if you're expecting better stuff, you know, you you definitely need to spend some more money to get rid of all those problems I I, I talked about. But for 125 bucks, 
I, I can't knock it. I mean, it's yeah. got decent light gathering considering um, it, it, it's not bad. You know, I have yeah. people try and ask me to compare this to other stuff that's two, three, four, five times the price point or more. And I just can't, you know, I can only compare it to things that are in, you know, the low hundreds, right? Because I mean, mm-hmm. it's, it is what it is. Yeah. And I think like I see people saying uh, Gorillas and Guns says he just got a nice set of rings for ten ninety nine. Uh Chris Bullis says uh, he paid thirty nine bucks. He'll pay thirty nine. Uh, Clint Sanders says a thousand dollars max. Len Holt says start at a thousand and work your way up. Uh, Gorillas and Guns says thirteen hundred. Forget that. I'm way too cheap. Um, nah. I think- Go ahead. I mean- this one's about $300 and it what is automatically it? ranges out to 900 yards. This is a PFI 3G. Class is clear, a one by six. I burn it up my 308. It does 308 or 556. You can actually pull it off and re-zero and put on another gun. You've set it and that's it. I love it. I yeah, can afford what? to put a bunch of these on my rifle versus I have a ACOG. I got a Schmidt and Bender. I got a Vortex. I got all them scopes and they're nice. Mm-hmm. But the Schmidt next to my Vortex look on my identical. There is a two thousand dollar price difference between those two scopes, and I can't tell the difference with this next to say a higher end scope. Can't tell the difference, and yeah. I save you know what five six hundred dollars buying a scope. I love this scope. I mean, it's become one of my favorites. To be honest with you, it's probably going to go on all my guns. Yeah, um, I, I think it really comes down like Joe was saying to what you're going to use it for. You know, how many different guns, if you've got one rifle and, yep. uh, you know, you're you're going to fight uh, some at some distance and not close, like all these different things have something to do with it, right? What caliber are you dealing with here? You know, like, is it airsoft? Is it 22? Is it a 308, a 223? All those things um, have something to do with it. I personally don't believe in spending crap ton of money. Um, but what I do think about these cheaper things, like we were just we were just looking, where is it? So we were just looking this one up, you know, and we can't find it anymore. So if that company's not in business, you really don't have any kind of warranty or anything like that. But if it was 30 bucks, you know, especially if you just get, yeah. But also if you're just getting into it, if you're just getting into the game, it's a good, easy way to find out and mess around with things. And if you destroy something or whatever, it's no big deal, you know, versus like uh, you might stay out of the game. If someone says, well, you have to spend a thousand bucks on this optic and then you don't get in at all. You know, um, a lot of times people out there won't spend a thousand bucks on the rifle. So, and I know people have said traditionally it's supposed to be more money than like twice the cost of the rifle, right? That for a long time that was that that, no. that was the mantra. It, for and for a long time that was true. If you yeah. go back past ten years ago, absolutely you needed to spend at least twice about the yeah. price. But was that marketing? I mean, is but, that like how De Beers owns the diamonds? Because I have a I have a three hundred dollar Savage with a hundred dollar scope, and I make thousand yard shots with it. Yeah. I think it's almost like if you look into De Beers, I was mm-hmm. looking at a video about this. De Beers owns most of the diamonds that are out there mm-hmm. and, and they're old, old company. And for a long time, they've been putting things out there in the media like diamonds are a girl's best friend. Mm-hmm. You know, you've got to spend two, three months worth of salary if you're going to buy an engagement ring and this thing and that thing. And it's just, I think, marketing. Right. I, I think there's a lot to it. I mean, I have an old BSA uh, optic that I put on. One of my the one of the first evil black rifles I bought back in 1999 that was a uh, 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 a Century Arms FA91 Centurion. 
So a G3 clone, right? That is a hell of a uh, uh, yeah, it's a beater. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty robust. Yeah, it's yeah. pretty robust. Yeah, so I have an old BSA optic, the first scope I ever bought that I think I paid about 125 bucks for. I think it's a three to nine ish power. Maybe it's a four to twelve, something like that. Somewhere three to twelve ish, right? And that that scope still works now, you know, almost 20 years later, right? So yeah. I think I think if somebody at the same time though, I mean, you're after so many shots, it's gonna wind up losing zero over you know, a few hundred shots and you're going to have to tweak it a little bit here and there. Right. It's not necessarily due to the mount. It's just, it is what it is. Um, there's, you know, there's halo issues, all these different things that your occasional shooter may not notice. Now at the same time, like I got that crossfire too, right there. I have a bunch of other low end optics and red dots. Cause I don't put all, I, I, I'm not going to, you know, go broke putting stuff on all my guns. I got a lot of guns. Yeah. I think a long time ago you probably got more quality. You can you can maybe make that argument a long time ago where it was made, more quality and all that. Today these things are pretty much made in the same place. I would suggest going with like primary arms, which by the way we have like links to to these mm-hmm. where you can get them with uh, the 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 mounts mm-hmm. and free shipping and stuff like that. But go with primary arms or vortex. Uh, what's the name of some other ones out there, guys? You need to fly. Yeah, like we've got right here from from right on. Right. I mean, yeah. you're talking about optics and primary arms has things that come in really close uh, to the same range as well. This these are you know what we have access to in the past five years, especially even three years. We are seeing an unheard of shift in the value for the dollar that you're getting in a lot of these optics and you know, be primary arms. I honestly, in my opinion, I think Vortex over these past two or three years is slightly ticking down in their quality mm-hmm. from what I can tell from a, lot, from, from a lot of reports. I get a lot of friends in the industry. Obviously, I yeah, don't care about the customer. Yeah, I've got a lot of friends that are uh, trainers. Um, but anyway, you're looking at you know primary arms. I mean, hardly anybody has anything bad to say about them. Uh, right on uh, a number of these other companies that are producing high quality optics. I mean, you know, you look at something with this glass, Japanese HD glass. Uh, you know, and I'm not just trying to pick on this one just because this is the one that I've got because the review just went live, but mm-hmm. you know, 499 bucks street price, first focal plane, which would have been unheard of to touch anything under a grand just a couple mm-hmm. of years ago, first focal plane, HD glass, which it's not the world's best glass, right? But it is really good glass for this price point. You know, just, just a year or two ago, you would have been looking at spending twice as much for glass like this. Primary arms is coming out with some of the same stuff. Um, yeah. or have the competition is rampant. It's changing everything. Exactly. And you see yeah. all these other big manufacturers, be it Bushnell, Nikon, they're all adjusting. You know, even these big, you know, bigger ships take longer to turn, but they're all adjusting now with Bushnell with like their Forge line. Mm-hmm. Nikon's coming out with their P-series. Uh, what the hell uh, they call um, it? Um, uh, is it SIG? Is it SIG that's doing their own line of optics? Yes. Uh, yes, they are. A lot, of SIG, a lot of SIG stuff are made by other companies, though. Like their red dots are made by Holosun. Yeah, uh, Hollow Sun has well, and Hollow Sun and Primary Arms are pretty much. Uh, I don't know if it's a secret, but they're like pretty much the same things or close, very close. I, I know there's a big relationship there. I don't know what it is. Yeah, um, I, uh, I Lucid Lucid makes good stuff too. By the way, they do. Lucid Optics, red dots. Yeah. Uh, well, one red dot, one green dot, and they are fantastic. By the way, these guys um, also sent a bipod of some sort, so I'm going to open this. Uh, what is this? A six or five? The the one thing, the lettering on there is pretty terrible. 
Yeah. So I can't clearly read that. Yeah, I don't the... skimp on the bipod. Yeah. <laughs> so I destroy let's... bipods. I've got yeah. piles of them. Okay, so bipod. Yeah, this is real lightweight. I could tell you right now that that bipod, this bipod is way too last, light. That bipod wouldn't last ten minutes. Yeah, this is this is really light. I don't think this is going to be really tough. But uh, what can I say? Yeah. I had uh, I had I had a buddy who was over over the weekend, and he has a UTG bipod that mounts on the side of the MLOP rail, so it's two piece bipod, goes on each side of the MLOP to lower the center of gravity, and that UTG bipod, I was shocked at how nice it was and how well it did, and he had that on a 308, I believe, if I remember correctly, and his brother's got one. He's they've been using them for a while. I was actually pleasantly surprised at that. And UTG is kind of a mixed bag anyway. Some of their stuff's good. Some of it's, hmm, I really don't yeah. do much with it, but. I probably would, oh, like, this probably wouldn't be bad. There was a piece that fell off of this. Let me see. Here's the Picatinny, Picatinny piece that came with it. Um, I mean, that seems fine enough, but I think this would probably work out on, like, a 22 or something like that. You know, if you didn't want to. But, I, you know, maybe Trey, I think, was probably right with that. You want to get a real tough bipod because that can take a lot of smashing around right there yeah especially especially if you're shooting right like i i like to preload my bipods when i'm shooting for extra stability right so i'm leaning into my bipod a little bit um Mm -hmm. so you know i want a decent bipod and you know i have i have a couple quality bipods uh one of the ones that i use i've been running the acutech um acutech is good um and and they do well um, What's, you know, what are we looking at a, a, a rough price for those? For which one? Huh? <laughs> They're uh-huh. expensive for bi-prods. Okay. I have quick throw levers on mine, so I just throw the lever. It goes on another rifle. Boom, boom, boom. I move it around. Okay. The Atlas, I think I went. I think I'm on my third Atlas for breaking. Oh really? Did, oh really? Did, okay. I load okay. in, kind of hard. I'm a. I load into it hard. I do not play around. I will break an I. Okay, you froze there for Trey. One broken legs, all sorts of crap. Yeah, you froze up there, Trey. Just repeat that again. Even this. How how uh? Wow, that's kind of herky jerky. Did they did they warranty your Atlas bipod or how how did that go? Of course they did. I just got tired of sending them back. Um, Because I I mean, I I I wouldn't say I. I mean, I was talking about preloading the bipod uh, earlier and. I, I'm 225. I, and you push break, if it breaks, it'll break with me. All right. So I, I don't like try and kill my bipod when I preload into it, but I do preload a little bit. Um, obviously, smaller. Okay, so dude, you're jumping out of a helicopter to set up somewhere to shoot, and your bipod hangs on the chopper and rips off. You know, I, I know that sounds dumb, but you're jumping out of a car, it'll do the same thing. I, I like a solid bipod, I pay the extra money. Yeah, that makes sense. That totally makes sense. I think it's the same thing with your, with your mount. I'm more protective of the scope. Yeah, well, I think I think the same thing with your mount. You want like the mount is a place where you want to you want to get a good mount. Uh, let me just get this in from Walter, and then I'll let you go, Joe. Um, sure. uh, Walter says, no matter what you buy, make sure it has a good warranty, even the best break. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Make sure you yep. can at least yeah. get in touch with those people <laughs> that they're gonna exist. Right. be in business when you need it yeah because i'm dealing with that with one of my scopes right now i have a valdarian i can't pronounce them right can't even get a hold of the factory 
to send it back for the warranty because I have fog in the glass. Mm. And that scope's like two, it's like $2,500 to $3,000 scope. Yeah. I got a deal on it, of course, but it's a great scope, but I can't get them to warranty because I can't even get in contact with somebody. Walter's 100% correct on that. Yeah. Go ahead, Joe. No, I was just, I was just saying. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I've, I'm pretty happy with with my experiences with Atlas anyway, but at the same time, that's that's unfortunate to know. I mean, Atlas bipods. I don't know which model you have, but you know they run about two fifty, and they you need to go up from there depending on which ones you have, and that sucks that they've been breaking on you. I, it's been a while now. I've just stopped using them altogether. Okay. Yeah, I think if it's if if you're if it's for a really important rig, you want to make sure that everything that goes on there works. I think the yeah. bipod's going to be part of that equation. Uh, for long distance shooting for sure. Um, and your mount is also part of that equation for sure. And then with the optics, you know, think about what you can afford and look at. There's a lot of deals out there with the optics just because um, there's so much competition going on um, right now. Yeah, the optic so. market's way out of fucking whack. You can easily get a cheap optic. Like we were showing you these different optics. You don't need to spend $4,000. Uh, I was in a competition shoot. The guy had a four, $4,500 scope and I had my $1,600 scope spanked his ass. Yeah. Scope doesn't make the shooter. And the, and here's another thing. Like I remember one time I was shooting this, um, what was it? A desert tech gun. And they sent me the gun. They sent me oh. the optic and everything. It had to go oh, back so to them. Nice. Um, the whole setup, I think I like, I had to sign some paperwork to be responsible for about 35, 40 grand. And the optic itself was about 10, 12 grand on that thing. Oh, and, holy shit. And not easy to use. Yeah. Um, I forgot what the name of it. I blocked it out of my mind. If you look at the video, uh, I say it in the video, but it was so expensive. I was like, I never want to know anything about this. And here's the other part of it is they were, it was there, like it was more difficult to use. Like I like the, a, the um, ACSS system. Mm -hmm. that primary arms has and i know some other people doing something like that where you can pretty much self-range once you have it uh zeroed in and all that kind of stuff it's a self-ranging thing way easier to use so for me that's a factor if you're uh super great at math and all that kind of stuff like elizabeth warren you know <laughs> if you like if you if you want to make all these complicated yeah, if you want to make complicated uh, calculations, you could do that. Southern Partisan wants to know if anyone knows if Gerber warranties auto knives. And uh, I bet you they do, but I don't know that for a fact. Gerber, Gerber's got a really good warranty on their knives. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm pretty sure they cover. I would not be make. surprised if they had. I would be highly surprised if they did not have a good warranty for that auto knife. Yeah, definitely get in touch with them because I agree with that. Gerber pretty much covers. Uh, the knives that they have out there. Armament and Axes gave us two bucks. He says, just because I like it here, Hank. Thanks, <laughs> <Nice>. Armament. <laughs> Armament and Axis for the win. Yes, thank you. We appreciate it. Okay, um, are we done with the whole optic thing, or is there more on sure. that? I mean, we, you know, I don't mind if if we've no, got more to say with the optic. Can I like talk about something else? Have you seen these Riker grips? No. Oh yes, that monkey cloth kind of thing. Um, no, no, I don't. Well, I don't know that thing. Yeah, it's kind I of mean, like you hold it? it up. I think I used that somewhere last year. Dude, I love it, man. I just got it like two weeks ago. I've been I'm, I put it on my M16 and SVR. I've been playing around with it. It's a little too too much for the shorter guns, but I tell you what, I actually it's very comfortable. Okay. And you got to grip on the gun. They ain't getting it out of your hand. I actually liked it. <laughs> I've been playing around with it. You ever played Dude, around with one of these, Joe? I 
I have not. I'm, I'm, I, I mean, honestly, I'm looking at it and thinking to myself, but why? <laughs> I've I, actually I've used it somewhere. I think not this year because I didn't go, but last year. Because well, I normally shoot like at this. IV. I wrap mm-hmm. and I got my thumb down, so it's almost identical my hand. But I get a better grip on it. I, I I was kind of the same way. I'm like, okay, it's just another thing on my gun. But I'm actually been kind of grown fond of it. Well, you um, like that whole super tactical over under thing, then, right? No, I don't do that bullshit. Now, you talking no. about the Chris Costa C or whatever like that? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, normally, when my SBR, I run it here, and this is how I normally run it, run it nice and tight. Where I, I like to run the magwell. But mm-hmm. I have been playing around with this grip, kind of farting around with it. I actually like it. I'm, I don't know why, but. Huh. So kind of grown on me. Uh, yeah, and it looks, when I used it, it seems like if you're able to pull back into you, you're going to get a little bit more stability and all that kind of stuff. Well, we tried, yeah. And it's all you got, when you got your hand on it, you got a good solid grip on it. It ain't going out of your hand. I can tell you that. Yeah. Richard huh. Hughes says his dad had camera grips like that. I do remember those. <laughs> I believe it. I like it. I I'm actually, I was kind of like, I don't know. My friend goes, here, try it out. And then next thing I know, I'm like, dude, that's actually kind of cool. I kind of like it, actually. Yeah. Southern Partisan says, how does it balance when you lay the rifle on its side? Just like that. No, on a table or something. Oh, um, I just set mine on the table like that. It sticks up. I got some pictures of me just laying it down. Okay. I haven't had any problems with it. I like it. It's okay. pretty solid. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, I, I know I've seen it. I haven't like, um, put it through the spaces. How long have you had it, Trey? Two weeks. Two weeks. I've been okay. running on full auto to see if it'll break it, break it down. Okay. And is there anything in there other than being, uh, can you hold it up close to the screen? So the folks out there who haven't seen it can get a closer look. I've got you locked in right now. Um, okay. Hold it sideways. That'll help people like go, no, 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 like, horizontally oh i see what you're saying yeah yeah the way okay and uh then then rotate a little bit there you go all right right there so can you keep anything in there no is it storage nope is it adding a lot of weight no it probably weighs like half an ounce to an ounce i mean i don't know the exact weight but i can tell you it doesn't weigh very much because i'm real particular about weight too Mm-hmm. I, I was like, yeah, whatever. It's another novelty, but I've actually kind of, I know Joe, it seems weird, but I actually kind of like it. It kind of mm-hmm. adds another dynamic. Now on the SBR, it's a little too much, but I pull it in nice and tight. I've been going quite fond of it. Yeah. I've been running on this machine gun for two weeks and I have yet to make it fall apart. We'll put it that way. Yeah. Kiaski mm-hmm. says it's uh, like a rock climber's grip. Len Holt says uh, it would be interesting on an AR pistol. I guess someone else said that as well. What's the cost of it? I think they're like 30 or 40 bucks. This one, I hate to say it was given to me. He, he was curious to see what I thought about it. And I said, well, it looks like another grip. So he goes, here, have it and play around with it and tell me what you think. So I've been uh, putting it through its paces. Mm-hmm. The next thing is I'll drag it across the pond on with a fishing line on a gun and see if I can break it off also. Mm-hmm. Yeah, beat it up a little bit. You know, and listen, there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, I think you're you're in a, you have the opportunity to test out things like that. Mm-hmm. So, um, and then CB says if the grip had light controls, it would be good. Yeah, that'd be a pretty good idea. I mean, that actually is not a bad idea. Like a plug-in, plug it in and then run the lights on, on your grip. Yeah, actually, mm-hmm. that's a pretty darn good idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Listen, I'm always yeah. open to different ideas out there. You know, we just have to see whether or not they get adapted. 
Well, so, I do the same thing with training. If somebody comes out with a different technique, I use it for a while just to see if it fits. And if it doesn't fit, then I just dump it. Yeah. If and I like it, that? then I stick with it. What is that called again, Trey? Riker grip. R-Y-K-O-R. Hmm. Okay. Interesting. That's, uh, yeah, I have no affiliation with them. I just somebody gave me one and asked me what I thought with it, and I was like, "I'll try it out." I was kind of skeptical at first, but I actually started kind of really liking it. To be honest with you, yeah. Not to mention on this SBR, it gets hot really fast because it's such a short barrel. <clears throat> I got a gap between my hand and actually holding on to the rail because when this thing gets hot, you're in, in that rail area. Boy, it gets hot. Now yeah. I got a nice spot where my hand's not even touching the gun at all. Yeah, so I'm going to share a link for it. I just looked it up. It's Riker, R-Y-K-E-R, and I'll throw it up here. It looks like it's 75 bucks. Throw up a, a link in there. So for anyone who wants to check it out, you know, um, and then this looks like it's the first gen of it. So maybe uh, it says increased speed, improved accuracy, enhanced stability, rapid target acquisition, superior recall management, dominant eye alignment, Ergonomic optimization, efficiency of movement. There's lots, does of, it, there's lots of things right there. Does it does it say if it'll accept Glock magazines or not? Um, no, I don't see it. It does. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I don't see that on there, but that's a good question. That's that's a good question. question. Yeah. Something I was playing around with. I thought it was an interesting, interesting concept. No, I don't really run pistol grips. I don't run much on my gun. I keep my guns basic, as you guys can see irons i mean i don't run much on the sbr or any of stuff because when i'm 10 feet away from somebody i don't have time to dick around with stuff failing or malfunctioning this thing's so simple and easy to use to be honest with you it almost is, it almost actually enhances my grip i think i personally think but uh, we'll see how well it holds up but i like it because i can get the gun hot and my hand's not on the gun mm -hmm. yeah yeah, there's um there's lots of accessories and things like that coming out there. Um, I can see the ergonomic part of it. You know, I think the thing is, like in uh, how long can you hold it up? You feel like you can hold it up for a long time like that? Oh yeah, I bet you I could stay here at least thirty minutes like this. Okay. All right, and you said it's more it's more comfortable when your arm can extend out all the way. Well, you can put it wherever you want. If you want to run it back further back, you can run it right here. I don't see the point. I usually run the grip like this. So I run down on the shorter guns. Okay. I just had to have the SBR set up. So I just threw it on there to play around with it. And I ne never took it off. On my longer guns, it'd be a little bit more. I'm sure it'd be a little bit more weight because your hand's out. And obviously the barrel's pulling down on it. But yeah. like I said, I've been playing around with it. I'll probably put on a long gun here in a little bit. I've been running on this little seven-inch barrel, I think it is, M16. Yeah. We're shooting a piss out of it this weekend. We put about a thousand rounds through it. It held up. It held up with the heat too. Yeah. Um, an interesting concept. I kinda kinda playing around with it, see if I like it. Kind of curious yeah. to see what the guy the other guys think of it. Yeah. Jason uh Dor uh Doramus says might work pretty good on an M two forty B or M two forty nine. Yeah, I thought about it hanging on my gear too, Southern Partisan, but uh I haven't run it in full gear yet, so I can't give a comment on that. I've just been shooting it. Um, but you keep your gun down, you, you pretty much wouldn't hang on your gear too bad. It shouldn't be a problem. I mean, it would hang on a, your gear the same as a regular pistol grip would. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
All right, cool. You know what? We are over the nine o'clock hour. I guess we should probably start <laughs> wrapping, right this up. wrapping this up a little bit here. Um, let's see. Let's start. Let's start with Trey since he was uh, the last person talking here. Trey, what do you guys have going on? What's going on with uh, you guys coming up this week? We don't have much coming up this week. Just regular range week. Um, I got some CWP classes. I'll be on the range doing some work. The weather is absolutely gorgeous. It is the perfect time to come shoot and enjoy the weather. So please come out to Aries Farms Training in Leesburg, Florida, 352-321-8102. I'm on Instagram and Facebook. Hope to see you guys there. Richard came out and shot. He had a good time. Um, so uh, it's always entertaining to see everybody. Uh, yeah, but, I think uh, you had some kind of training class out there this weekend, right? Because I think I saw – I think you had a training class this past week or over the weekend because I saw a uh, tank and turtle. Yeah, I was there. training Brazilian, Brazilians, five or six Brazilians. I let them run that Riker grip to kind of get a feel from them too, what it was doing. Um, okay. There was, you know, they, they enjoyed it. I don't know how much they enjoyed it, but they did enjoy shooting it. They thought it was an interesting concept also. But okay. uh, yeah, we don't have too much going on this weekend. Thumbs right. up, everybody. All right, cool. Yes, thank you. All right, Joe. Last but not least, what's going on with you? What kind of things can we look forward to this week? Um, so if you're into air rifles, that Hot Song Flash Pup video will be up uh, sometime, hopefully, before the end of this weekend. Uh, so keep an eye out for that. I think this thing dropped in other countries before this. I may be one of the first people whose English is their first language and is actually doing the review in English. So <laughs> <laughs> if you want to watch that, the videos on this have been out in Turkey for a while. But uh, if you want to watch Joe, it, is, Joe is cornering that English market. <laughs> I'm cornering the English market on that for now. Um, this video on this right on optic and this build setup right here. Uh, well, with this on here anyway, dropped this uh, dropped yesterday. So definitely check out this uh, this right on scope review. I, I filmed uh, at least the second half of that using the new m50 cannon so it did pretty good um i don't know we got a ton of stuff in the pipeline uh we had a ton more silencer stuff coming up uh there there's just a lot going on right now so yes. make sure you follow 13c gun reviews on all the platforms out there oh and the big news uh, if you're not subscribed to the 13c email list uh definitely please do that um we're giving away that geisley ssp trigger in less than a month now um and if you, you know, all you gotta do is be subscribed to the new newsletter. So, and of course, and after you're done signing up for my newsletter, you need to go to hankstrange.tv and make sure you're signed up for Hank's newsletter. Thanks. Thanks, Joe. I appreciate it. Yes. And you, you got good odds going on winning that thing. So get up on the newsletter. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, get it's out a relatively there. fresh, uh, fresh newsletter. We changed over a couple months ago. So it's, uh, it's pretty fresh. So your odds of winning are actually pretty high right now. Okay, cool. Also, um, opt out of gun control says he was out of Aries, uh, on Sunday. So that's for Trey. Opt out of gun control was there. And uh, I, by the way, I want to thank everyone that's been doing the um, ATI, the ATI minis. Uh, I think that thing I think, is cool. I got to get one. Yeah. A bunch of these fifties actually went out there to people and they've been throwing up stuff on social media. I'm uh, trying to get everything out there. You know, I'm like spreading it out on, on like in terms of resharing and stuff like that. I know opt out of gun control did some cool stuff. So thanks for that. And um, I want to thank everyone for coming on. I want to thank Joe for coming on here and dealing with the craziness as usual. You oh, know, it's always a blast. Keep, we keep it. Mm -hmm. We keep it crazy. Keep it real. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And I want to thank. I want to thank Trey for being so persistent. <laughs> and yeah, actually, I get on the show. I love the show. We have fun. 
Yeah, absolutely. We have fun having you on. Want to thank everyone that's out there in the chat, everyone that supports us on Patreon. It's Patreon slash Hank Strange. Of course, don't forget about Gun Prime supporting the show today and that Gun Prime deal. Gun Prime has a lot of cool deals on the website. Go check it out. ATI Outdoors, of course, and uh, Safety Harbor Firearms, Andrew's Custom Leather, um, you know. Fort Scott. Yes, Fort Scott Munitions, all those good people out there. So, you know. Andrew's new post to his uh, new, um, what was it, Cape Buffalo Hide holsters? Oh, they look cool, man. They yeah, are so- gray. Yeah, in gray. Yeah, it's pretty awesome, pretty awesome. I'm pretty jealous of that right now. It looks badass. All right, so we're going to see you guys tomorrow. We've got um, – and I totally forgot who I said already who's coming on. And now, um, now I forgot to. It's totally skipping my brain. Walter, uh, the, yeah. the, the Patriot Lady doll. Yeah. yeah. Lady doll. Patriot doll. Patriot doll. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> Don't forget to watch the movie, Walter. Yes. And Walter's coming on. And then on Friday, we're going to have. Um, we're going to have movie night on Friday. So there you go. Way too many things swimming around in the brain. We're going to see you guys tomorrow. We're out of here. Peace. Later, everybody.